The following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, our thoughts and uh, evil thoughts and dark prayers uh, go out to one of my favorite guests ever and one of my favorite uh, luminaries of the horror community, uh, Bloody Bill Pawn. He uh, was apparently recently diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's large B-cell lymphoma, uh, and he started his chemotherapy uh, very recently. And uh, I just want to, uh, you know, tell you that your boys at Trick or Treat Radio are thinking of you, and uh, good luck, man, and uh, can't wait for you to get out the other end of this so you can raise some fucking more cinematic hell. And welcome to Trick or Treat Radio. Welcome to episode 329 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. The Deadites are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, we win championship belts. And uh, speaking of championship belts, we have uh, a guest coming up here in just one second who uh, probably uh, should end up with a championship belt for having a, a great fucking movie. But. Tonight, we are going to be talking about a film called Possum from director Matthew Holness. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. But first up, what we're going to do is we have joining us right now is a director of one of our favorite films of the year. Uh, that name of that film is Low Life. We're now joined by director Ryan Prowse. Hey! <laughs> What's up, Ryan? Hey. <laughs> first off, uh, we appreciate you you joining us. And, you know, it was... Man, we were blown away by Low Life. We reviewed it earlier in the year. Pretty much, like pretty much, we got a screener from IFC. We checked it out like a couple of days before it released, and we were just absolutely blown away by this flick. And we had heard so much uh, good leading up to it. And when we saw it, we weren't even prepared for for what we saw. This this film, I can guarantee you, this is definitely going to be on a lot of our best ofs at the end of the at the end of the year, and and is definitely a contender for for top film of the year. I think yeah. so. That's awesome. Thank you. Of course, man. So I just gotta gotta say, like you, this is a hell of a feature debut, my friend. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Came out uh, swinging. Wanted to impress you guys. <laughs> well, you did that. I found your your interview and, and listened to it, and me and my wife watched it. It was awesome. So I I just to tell everyone I tracked you guys down and was like, yo, let me get on this show. You guys are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. We had actually like we we had like been thinking we we got to get a hold of Ryan. We got to get him on the show, and and yeah, it was awesome that to to hear from you and to to get you know to, for for you to enjoy what we did because we absolutely love what what you did, and it combines so much of what we like. And one of the things I, I guess I was going to start with another question, but you know what? I, I got to say, Ryan, you are a sick fuck, man. <laughs> this movie. I blame uh, I blame the other guys that wrote it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> this he wrote, he wrote the more gentle parts. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All the heart 
Oh, the heart. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's I think my I... uh, Captain Planet uh, ring. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I actually think I saw a couple hots on the floor in the uh, chop shop. So. <laughs> yes. So those were you. Good. Excellent work. And it, it's no secret to any of our listeners out there that we are enormous wrestling fans. Me and me and Mars are, you know, we, we have a wrestling podcast, uh, you know, as, as one do. of our other shows. And, you know, so when we see El Monstro, you're speaking right to us. Like, that. that is... Perfect. And I'm looking at Skype here. I'm looking and your, your icon is of like a late 70s, early 80s, like styling and profiling Ric Flair. So clearly I'm going to go out on a, on, a, on a limb here and think and say that you're a wrestling fan. Oh, big time. I'm uh, Atlanta born and bred. So, that's, you know, that that's downtown dirty shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's fucking great. And, and it, it definitely sh- shows. I mean, you, you with El Monstro, the characterization is just spot on. Like we've we've reviewed a bunch of Santo films, and you know we watched a lot of you know uh, just a lot of Lucha Libre in, in in the past, and and this character like is just you you guys nailed it. Like it is awesome. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's so fucking spot on. And we had um when we did review, we had our good buddy El Goro from the Talk Without Rhythm podcast on, and he did a, he did a thing where he reviewed every single Santo film on his show one year. He I think he. He did. I think there's 52 of them. So I think he did like one a week. Yeah, one a week. Oh wow! I gotta check that out. Yeah, because I've I've seen like I had that like bootleg like Walmart box set or whatever right, back right. in the day, but I haven't seen like all of them. Yeah, <laughs> not all of them are worth seeing, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few gems in there for sure. So now, when when you were writing for El Monstro, is is that something that you know? Did you sort of go to that well a little bit, or did you just use your own sort of knowledge of of wrestling to to write the character? Yeah, it was definitely like, you know, it, it was so there's like five writers total and a couple of the guys are also wrestling fans. So yep. we kind of sit around and talk about all that stuff. And and it was kind of in a sense of like it felt a little like underused, like those Santos films were, were we were talking about that. Of like if you put that guy in like a modern film or crime film specifically and just had him like, you know, wreck shop the whole time would would uh, would be fun to watch. We figured so. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's perfect. I was just kind of because uh, I, I hadn't seen the film since we reviewed it in April, and so I was rewatching a little bit of it just just prior as we were getting set up, and I I just love that sort of uh, that soliloquy when he's he's talking to the 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 girl while while he's waiting for the the dad to show up, and you know telling the the story of El Monstro and and about his lineage and and everything, and it's it's like it's it's got that reverence and and you know it, it's sort of like caps it off because it's all about the legacy you know and and that was just a perfect way to 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 sort of set it up so i, I love everything with el monstro it's super yeah super- i love i mean and i it, it was definitely like you know with with the lucha stuff in general like it's so fun because they do take it so seriously but then it also like you're obviously kind of still having fun with it and it's yeah you know it's like a guy walking around in a mask and a suit like fighting werewolves and shit i mean it's like it's not it's never not funny <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that's the big thing is there's so many ridiculous elements in this movie but it all like it all blends in into this world and and, and everything is believable within the world that you guys create and i think that's the, like the beauty of it is if you take if i try to explain this to someone and i'm like you know oh it's got like you know, like human trafficking and it's got a luchador and it's got all these things and people would be like, what the fuck? Like, what is this thing? But, (laughs) 
But it yeah, all, welcome to trying to pitch and, yeah. and raise money for it. <laughs> Black market organ donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's got so many disparate elements, but you guys bring it in, and and it's so organic, and and it makes sense, and nothing seems out of place. You know, in the world when you're watching it, everyone like a lot of times you'll see like some you know the, where they break the fourth wall or something like that, and you know, kind of like you know, nod at the camera or something. But this is all played so serious, and it and it that's the beauty of it, and it, it's so believable. And it, you know, it's just uh, and we haven't even talked about uh, Raven Shadow's favorite character. Oh, uh, yo, Randy's my boy, man. I can't even <laughs> unfucking believable. Randy is un. And I, I don't know how you got me to feel so sympathetic towards a character with a swastika tattooed on his face. You don't know his struggles. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know just that guy, you know, that yeah. uh, has a giant swastika tattoo on his face straight out of prison. I don't think he wanted it. I mean, I don't, I don't think he was on the wall like, give me that one. You know, like, I think he, you know Anchor, Sailor Jerry, big fucking swastika. Right. Thanks. It wasn't, it wasn't like prison great cuts. Yeah, right, right. right. He wasn't like, give right. me a number five. Yeah. Oh, shit, I meant number four. A prison tattoo book is is a really funny idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every every character in this movie just rings every drop of black humor from it, which is phenomenal because there's so many characters in here that are just full of color and so yeah. full of life well, that even the more even the more desperate characters like uh, like Crystal or Kaylee, yeah. uh, they are just in the most dire of situations, yet they bring in an incredible amount of black humor involved. Well, I think the real juggling act of this movie is also not only a, like, you know, are you 100% right, MZ, which is a, something that I thought I'd never fucking say. Um, in each segment, they all work and they all have, you know, the humor and the right tone. But it's that end segment where they're all brought together that they somehow work and they they oughtn't, you yeah, know. Like yeah. so, I think that that's 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 the real you know. I I hate to use the like fucking you know, Gene Shalit uh, you know terminology, <laughs> but that's like you know the real triumph, I think, of the writing of in directing of this picture. So. Yeah, I feel like this is like this is the ball washing segment yeah. where we're just gonna like praise you for for this film, and we've we've been definitely singing its praises for a while. And w- one thing I actually wanted to to mention is I think you had actually responded to it on Twitter, but one of our listeners, and he actually he 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 found out about Low Life from listening to our show, and he went out and got a an El Monstro tattoo. Um, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That I think I don't know if you if if there have been multiple people that have gotten them. No, the the first, the first. Nice, nice. So yeah, that's our boy. That's our boy Patrick, and uh, so he's that's awesome. So I actually I'm gonna put on the live show here. I'm gonna post a picture of his tattoo. So for anyone watching the live uh, in stream, it, I just posted in his, it. Uh, rage phase. Yeah, <laughs> the legacy matters, man. That's it. What uh, what Patrick is that? Uh, Baxter. Oh no, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so and, and that was pretty cool that we turned him on to this movie. And he loved it so much that he he wanted to get a tattoo of it. Like that that that's like incredible. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's so cool. And and you know, I, I remember you, I think you commented and were like, you know, I think we finally made it or something like that. You know, like that must be a, a pretty like crazy feeling to have one of your characters, you know, on somebody's body for the rest of their lives. You know. Yeah, I I like I drew that 
I remember like having to figure out the mask and I, I drew the mask itself to kind of figure out the design and everything. So it's fucking wild as shit. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine actual real artists. They're like, yeah, that's, that's my stuff on TV yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so Patrick, I'll, I'll just call him out real quick and I asked him if he could post the tattoo cause I wanted to uh, go ahead and, and put it on the live show here for people watching. And he said, I can't I like wait. that. He, he of course had to have a screaming monstro and not like a reflective monstro. Yeah, Contemplative monstro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he said, I can't wait to hear your interview with Ryan. I watched the movie because of you guys. So, yeah, it's it's super cool. And, and I mean, you know, we, we so we've been singing his praises, and we, we were so, like, blown away by the movie. And, and it, this is one that, that we think everybody should check out. And, you know, this, you know, so I guess we'll get into some more of the questions as opposed to us just kind of, like, ball washing. But. Yeah, but um, I mean, we can keep doing this. <laughs> I've got so little. Don't don't take this. Yeah. You're a very handsome man yeah. too, by the way. Though, as customary, somebody like like now that we don't drink, it probably won't happen. But like like in our older <laughs> interviews, somebody would like just arbitrarily in the middle of the interview be like. Either me or Raven Chow usually be yeah. like, I really, you know, I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo! <laughs> I really your movie. I you made a movie, yo. Like so, you know, it was good. We got it out of the way, and it was in its own pot. It's a little bit more coherent. Yeah. Than you. Yeah. Yo, I can't imagine why Mike Allred hasn't been back. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, the, I guess one of the things I'm I'm curious about it, and you know, when watching this movie uh, at the time, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on with ice, and you know, and then in the opening scene, you have an ice agent basically, you know, like rounding up, you know, some some aliens. And so, like, what is obviously you guys have probably planned this long before, you know, Trump was either in office or be, before all the shit started going down. Like, how how relevant, like, did you intend it to be? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, I mean, it, it was definitely before Trump because it was we were writing it in 2015. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, it, I think it was definitely like you could kind of feel it in the air a little bit. And then with ice, I didn't know, like, if anyone would kind of know what that was. Uh, like we were we were almost I was trying to get a um, the uh, like a vest that had like some of the vests have police and then ice underneath them specifically yep. or whatever to kind of specify who they are. Um, which, you know, we just never could get, uh, budget wise or whatever. So we just sort of, I don't know, just jumped for it. But yeah, the ice specifically was like just a thing I'd kind of been watching for a while. Cause it's, it's just wild to me that yeah. they kind of have no oversight and can just go and, and do shit like that. No, you know, with, I mean, little to no kind of repercussions. So, um, but yeah, I, I'd be lying then if I'd say, you know, I, well, and even, I mean, even to the point of like the swastika itself, like Nazi stuff coming yeah, back around exactly. is pretty ridiculous. You know, like I didn't definitely didn't see that one coming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I, I do feel like there was a little bit of kind of the vibe going that way, but also, yeah, it was definitely a surprise that like, Oh shit, we kind of nailed that one. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and this one, and that's why I think that that the movie is even more. I mean, not that it's you know it's it's a genre feast for for you know for people who are into that sort of thing, but it definitely makes it a little bit more relevant, especially with with what's going on. And you know that opening scene with with the ice agent is is 
you know, kind of chilling in a way because at the time that we saw this, like that, that's, that's what, what was, what was in the news, you know, is, so it's, it's, you know, it's pretty crazy. And then, uh, as you said, with, you know, a lot of the fucking white nationalists now, like, you know, kind of flying their Nazi flags, like, you know, having Randy, you know, like, (laughs) you know, it it definitely was spoke to a lot of what was going on. And, but the thing is, and and that's why, like, I I almost, when I saw Randy, like he's already got a bunch of baggage with, with that tattoo. You say (laughs) all you need to say. And it's like, I fucking hate this guy. Fucking hate this guy. And then his arc, when we got to the end and I, and I loved him, I was like, Mm -hmm. Holy fuck! Why did Ryan do this to me? You know, but but clearly, I mean, Randy. You know, obviously, as you find out, he didn't you know want to get that tattoo. But but still, it's 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 such an interesting look at at, at you know, it's kind of snapshot of what life is like in in 2018. Which you know, like you guys clearly didn't necessarily intend, but it's just crazy how that worked out. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, with with Randy, I mean, that was always kind of the initial sort of you know challenge we set for ourselves was like yeah if by the end of this you can have people loving a swastika face like we did our job so (laughs) (laughs) you know what's even creepier now that i think about is that every now and again trump will point to somebody whoever it is that he doesn't like or doesn't appreciate and he'll go swastika no he'll say (laughs) you are a low life you are a low life you are a low life it's it's all like it's almost scary trump shit all the time it's crazy i just didn't even know yeah Whatever. I mean, it's definitely like I said. I, I feel like, yeah, that kind of vibe was in the air, and there was yeah. going to be some bounce back. And you know, it's like specifically, you know, that like that world is nothing new, and and marginalized people are nothing new, and right. you know, class stuff and all that sort of shit mixed up. So I just I hope to God above that there's not an actual. We didn't like speak into existence an actual teddy bear who has a <laughs> sex slavery slash organ harvesting ring like, yeah. would be my absolute nightmare <laughs> as an aside uh swastika face wasn't in my original mos eisley place that he was <laughs> i had snaggletooth and hammerhead but for some reason he didn't make he didn't make that original original card set maybe in the power of the force but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I got that one. So, kind of on the on the other side of the coin, did you guys get any any sort of blowback about about having like a character like Randy, like kind of you know like flaunting the 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 swastika? You know, like I could see people getting on it like just based on the imagery without even seeing the movie. But did you guys get any sort of like blowback from that? Uh, like surprisingly, very little. Like I thought it would kind of even split the room a little more than it did. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, a, I think John Oswald, the guy who plays Randy, he's great, you know, and really kind of pulls you in. And yeah, yeah, I think, I think it it works and, you know, people kind of get what we're doing with it by the end of it. So like, and, and it is, I did get a lot of, you know, people being like, I fucking hate you for making me like a guy (laughs) with a swastika, (laughs) which, you know, I I hate myself a little bit too. So it's fine. doing that <laughs> did you have some rave shadow well, no, i think okay. the, the beauty of that scene when, when when you meet randy's getting picked up you know from from being inside and just him like going like not even acknowledging it to his <laughs> right his best right. friend who happens to be black um <laughs> and being so excited about going back to the neighborhood and just this the reaction 
And it's, I love the line where he's like, motherfucker, do you have a swastika on your face? Like, after just that, like, like he's like the audience, you know what I mean? Like, and, but you know, Randy isn't like, well, I mean, obviously he did some crimes, uh, but, but he's Paid not, his dues. Yeah, he's not evil. <sighs> he did some crimes. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I don't know why you never, like, finished the bar. <laughs> like, listen, my client did some crimes. <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and then he nonchalantly goes into the Mexican neighborhood and he gets his ass pounded and shit. <laughs> He's a fine, upstanding people here. I'm walking home. <laughs> you, you seriously like Randy is is like Raven Shadow's hero. Well, I'll slow it down. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, I really want. I really want. Maybe we can make this happen. I want fucking action figures. I want a Randy. I want El Monstro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Teddy you know, bear. Yeah, yeah. Teddy bear. Can you imagine a teddy bear bobblehead doll? Or, Holy or shit. I want. I want at least a uh, a, a Papa Monstro uh, poster I can frame put in my shed too. Yeah. <laughs> teddy. Teddy's got to come with the uh, with the Miata, like a Ninja Turtles van. It pops out like a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the marketing possibilities are endless in this I'm, movie. I'm telling you, we, we got Toyota on board. We got like cheap knockoff fucking uh, Versace shirts. We right. be selling. We're fucking up here. <laughs> Animated series. Yeah. Christmas ornaments. <laughs> the low life. That would be. Yeah, the low life. <laughs> you remember that? Uh, Little low like, life. Uh, it always tripped me out. There was a Rambo cart. Yeah. Oh, the Force oh, yeah. of Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Most violent shit. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that. No, yeah, no. It was true. Oh, there was man. all oh, sorts yeah. of fucking crazy. There was a... Yeah. So I work in a toy store, right? And some, like... We have, like, just old toys. Like, we have some old toys that are, like, just, you know... They're, <laughs> like, bagged. You know, they're not, like, on cards or anything or whatever. They're just, yeah. like, loose toys. And, like, some, like, 16-year-old kid came up to me the other day and, like, threw a Chuck Norris Karate Commando thing yeah. on, on the on the counter. I was like, what's this guy? And I was like, that's Chuck Norris Karate Commando. And, like, he didn't know what a Chuck Norris was, yeah. but, like, oh, the fact that there was a fucking, like, Chuck Norris made Silent Rage yep. in Lone Wolf McQuaid, and somebody was like, let's give that guy a fucking cartoon. Oh, it was the best. He had the, he had the, the, the karate Corvette, yeah. which I had. That's uh, nice. We could spring load blades, but uh, yeah, they tried making Rambo essentially G.I. Joe. There was even a point where there was like ninjas on the team. Right. Uh, there's a Trotman figure. Well, there was, it, we talked about this, I think, on the show. That was like one of the one of those 90s, like, 80s, or 80s, 80s. late 80s checkboxing cartoons where it was like, let's have a Native American and a ninja. Yep. And he, I'm surprised he didn't have a, like a bulldog with a Rambo headband. Yeah. So, and they fight go. Middle Eastern people exclusively. Right. Yes. <laughs> I had that figure too. Which is good. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sometimes I'm so thankful that things have changed for the better. Right. <laughs> what were we thinking back yeah. in the day? It could. It could. They could do that today, though. <laughs> yeah, they probably could. Unfortunately. Rambo and his team. Look out, Rambo! Here comes the tally van. <laughs> 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 the tally van. <laughs> wow. So separately. <laughs> so separately. Your parents put it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like bad decals. It would like always end with a bad pun. It'd be like, Rambo, do you think they'll come back? Uh, Al Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> uh, all right. We're 
fuck it. We're pitching this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Low Life 2 Rambo action figures. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think that's one of the... I hate to get back to what we were talking about, but I think that's one of the... the one of the great things about the movies, the so many memorable characters, you know, uh, you know, like Teddy, we're talking about Teddy bear, obviously all monstro and, and Randy, like just jump off the, off the page. And those are the three that, that really jump out at you. But even like, you know, a, a lot of the other characters are just so memorable. And, and you guys just did a, such a great job of that. And what, what were some of the, did you guys have like, were you going for a specific like kind of movie or did it just kind of happen when you were writing it? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it, it was like a, you know, okay, let's talk about sort of serious stuff, but you always kind of, to me, you have to couch that in something fun yeah. where it's not, you know, you're just not soapboxing or whatever. So, and it was like how we just sort of were always pushing ourselves on how far we could kind of go with that, where, and, and there was like, yeah, it's kind of an idea of like, okay, let's make almost like caricatures of, you know, types that would stand out and kind of like stand against, you know, I mean, specifically, yeah, being my first film too, it's like uh, every indie, you know, sort of either m- mumblecore all the way to like indie crime films or whatever. It's like, they're always kind of just... I feel like a lot of time just sort of pat and very rote and everything. So yeah. like, what can we do to kind of just, I don't know, like have almost like the courage to step out and, and, and go for it, you know, and really swing for the fences. I mean, we, we like did it super low budget. We ended up doing it, you know, basically just off the of money we raised ourselves. So it was like, we kind of use that as a plus as well of just saying like, well, fuck it. Like we can do something that we'll never be able to do again and just kind of go wild with it. And, and you know, there's just stuff in there where it's like, like a scene with a luchador and his pregnant heroin addicted girlfriend having like a kitchen sink drama fucking argument is like, well, I've never seen that before. So that, yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> you know, was also terrifying while we were shooting it. Cause I was like, we may be fucking up here. This is crazy. You know? So I don't know. That was like the, the fun of it was just like, yeah. Kind of balancing those tones. It's like, I like really serious drama stuff and I like really over the top, fun stuff and you know it was like could we kind of jump back and forth without it feeling like too disparate of a thing you know I, I part of it too is like it initially started as a um as an anthology film mm-hmm. just kind of out of necessity of like you know if we had to we'd just shoot like separate short films and then kind of smash them together and then gotcha as we were writing it uh you know we came about or kind of came upon the idea of like, we really needed to like have the characters start overlapping and Teddy being the kind of the glue of everything. He was like our fucked up crypt keeper sort of for the whole thing. And, um, and then it was like, yo, if these guys start actually like, if, if we have, yeah, like, you know, a luchador, a swastika face and like a middle-aged black, like, you know, uh, motel owner, (laughs) former heroin addict, fucking like, team up like the Avengers in the end of this like yeah. that'll be pretty incredible <laughs> yeah I think if I remember correctly Raven Chatter, when we did review this you talked about because I think it was a few months prior we had did Train to Busan and there was that like that team up of the three guys and you're like I want to see these three from low life team up with, with them or, oh, or go head to head or something you know and I, I love that stuff I, it just it, as it kind of progressed and then seeing where it ended up it was just, I, it was just a great part of the journey and and, yep. and this fun characters I'm a huge fan of I mean, we all are I mean um, 
we've blown you for like an hour and a half. But, so far, <laughs> but, um, but no, it was. A, I, I love that that ragtag band of misfits. Yeah, uh, and I love it. Yeah, and, and you know, I think, and that's the thing is, is by the end of this, like hearing that it wasn't in, initially set out to be you know, this kind of film that it was originally, you know, that you going to do sort of more of an anthology. It, it, it makes it even more impressive to me that you guys were able to sort of make this nonlinear story and have it all come together and have all the sum of its parts really have a big impact. And, you know, like, especially like I, w- yeah, for people who won't say it, I, I won't say how Randy's redemption story ends, but that like, I should have seen that coming. It should have been right in front of me, but it wasn't. And then when it happened, I was like, holy fuck, that is brilliant. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the best. I mean, those are like the, to me always, I mean, you know, that's what you hear is like the best ending, like makes perfect sense. And, but you didn't see it coming kind of thing. Yeah. And that yeah. Was like, I mean, that was, we even kind of backed up into that specifically with Randy, like, it was the same thing for us. Like as we were writing, we were like, "Oh fuck, of course, this is what's got to have to happen." Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Um, and then, and then, sort of like designed into that, where it's like you know they kind of have similar colors and yeah, you know, obviously the Spanish stuff and everything. So it's like you, you can you start then kind of like it's fun to then go back and and lay little little clues as you go. Right <laughs> now, you say you backed into that. Um, it, w- I have a question, uh, like a you know, like a, a structure question, if if not a yeah. writing question, because I know there's multiple writers. But like the film obviously has influences that are rooted in that, you know, that '90s, um, you know, independent film revival. But like specifically that '90s crime uh, stuff that came out, you know, in the wake of Tarantino, things like you know his films and Usual Suspects and stuff like that. Um, you know, even Miller's Crossing, and, and it's. Uh, but those were real cynical. Like they ended up having, you know, very, um, uh, very peck and paw endings almost. You know what I mean? Like right. the fact that this this did have that to a degree, but the fact that there were like levels of like redemption and stuff like that was that conscious or was that something that just came out of like you know how the, did the characters, uh, you know, end up writing those arcs themselves? Like, is there a version of this where like? You know, everybody made it out of that, you know, that chop right. shot, if you will, or, or or nobody made it out of that chop shop. Or... Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like a lot. It was going even into production. It was a lot more of a downer ending. Hmm. And it was like, and I mean, I, you know, I don't, I'm not super. Do, uh, do you guys care about spoilers? I don't really care. No, 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 no. So, like, yeah, like the, I mean, it's been out for forever. Like, go see it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, uh, you'll like it spoiler or not but um you know like the whole thing when like we were shooting um like the suicide thing with dan uh mm-hmm. that specific scene like even just standing in there and how fucking gnarly that was i was like yo we can't have the ending be like they, they can't go this low and not have some kind of like you know light at the end of the tunnel for the whole thing yeah so it was like to me it was like you know it was always kind of like a pretty cool like organic sort of process just because it's like, you know, that was what we had is we could be loose and we could like use things as they came. And, um, and, and yeah, when I literally like I walked in and saw that and I was like, we got to figure out the, a different ending. Cause it was like, her like crystal and Kaylee don't get together in the end. And it was, I don't know, it just, it didn't work really. And it was like, 
you know, and even Nikki, who plays Crystal, she was like kind of early on. I mean, she's really into it, but she was like, you know, oh, we should kind of like talk about the ending stuff. Just yeah. cause, and I feel like she kind of knew, you know, like she had the, the vibe of it, of being like, you know, you can't. And, and it is part of like, I feel like what I consider important in this stuff is like, if you are going to do this and definitely yeah, treat it like with the respect of being like, you know, it's fun to laugh at people and then they're also like there's the serious stuff in it and then to me if if you're gonna do all of that and take them so dark and deep and how low we take the whole thing it's like you don't want to wallow in it either you know it's like there's got to be some kind of like payoff to that or else it's just flat it's like one note regardless right right like a, a lot of those yeah those 90s crime films specifically and you know even like i don't know there there there's like uh yeah cynicism to that kind of vibe that i just is like kind of tiresome and it's like man if, if it's one note it's one note like right good or bad you know yeah now you know it was very very dark stuff and and, and but still very very funny funny stuff like what was kind of the vibe of the set like because there's a thin line the whole time like you know what i mean like it you know, and I know that you know it's 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 just making magic, if you will, and and everything else. But at the same time, like it's handling suicide and and heroin addiction and and you know uh, like like sort of uh, you know implied levels of abuse and stuff like that. So you know, was it you know, and it's also an independent film, and you were you know you probably didn't have nine hundred years to shoot it. So you know, what was the overall vibe of the set? Yeah, and I mean, we were definitely like. You know, the first thing was, like, the actors, they were all on board, like, all the cast and all the crew, too, really. I mean, like, we all went to the crew. We all went to school together. So that was, like, the cool thing was we all kind of came up together. And, um, you know, everyone knew what it was, like, throwing in on, like, this is our first movie we're all doing together. So it was, like, definite labor of love. And then the crew, it's a weird-ass movie, you know? Like, I can't imagine reading the script and being, like, you know, okay, I'm down for this or whatever. So, like, there was definitely, like, a level of trust, I guess, like, or whatever it was. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, like, yeah, it's a, such a low-budget movie. I mean, we're in, like, the real places that are, like, dealing with shit like this. Like, the motel was, like, sketchy as fuck. And, you know, there was, like, re- real wild-ass shit going down there and stuff. So, it's, like, you want to be respectful of, like, all that, too, and not, like, clown people out or whatever the fuck, you know? Right, so, right. I don't know. It was, like, it was it was cool because everybody like was like on, on a mission to get the thing done. But there was like, yeah, there were moments where you kind of sit and go like, I mean, you know, really early on, like we, we shot the motel stuff <clears throat> first and like really early on, um, uh, I was standing and talking to Nikki by a door or whatever. We both looked down. There's like a fucking hypodermic needle on the ground. It's like, well, what <laughs> the fuck? Man? You know, it's just like, you know, it's like, then you got to just be like, okay, like, this is, this is not, like, this, these, we really are, like, talking about people's lives, so that right, was, like, right. I, I feel like that kind of gave it a little bit of, like, the energy of it, too, where people were, like, oh, shit, this is real, even though it's, like, you know, we still have a luchador walking around here or whatever, it, it does, <laughs> and, and it, and it kind of helped, I don't know, just, it was, like, a cool, like, everybody knew we were trying to do something real and make something important, so that was awesome, you know. Yeah, for sure, and so, uh, Obviously, like this, you know, as we talked about when you're pitching this, it was kind of a tough sell because it, there's so much, you know, so many disparate elements going on. 
like when you so when you were casting for this, how, how did that process go? Like, you know, like for instance, I'm mostly interested in in when you were sort of like casting for El Monstro and you got Ricardo, and then also for mm-hmm. Teddy Bear, uh, Mark Burnham, yep. because you know Mark Burnham is he chews up a lot of scenery, and you know, like hell yeah, he does. <laughs> so how was the, the the you know sort of selling them on on casting, uh, you know, for these for these roles? Yeah, it was cool. Like, um, I mean, both uh, Mark and Ricardo who plays uh, a monster. They both came in just on audition. Mm-hmm. Like, we wrote some of the parts for, like Nikki. I'd worked with on on a short, um, and so I wrote that. We wrote that specifically for her and um, Randy. Uh, he actually John Johnny actually grew up with one of the writers, um, and he came out to. They're both from Texas. He came out to la with them so like and he had been in a bunch of our sketches and stuff so you know we kind of wrote to him so there's that kind of stuff and then yeah like burnham came in uh for teddy just off of an audition call and um like i'd seen uh i love wrong cops i'd seen wrong cops so like yeah. when he came in i like just i was like the one who was like yo what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i love wrong like duke officer duke or whatever so he kind of lit up off that and I don't know. It was cool. It was like, I was like, if you're actually, cause it was, you know, I don't know. He has such a cool energy and he's got like the physicality yeah. and I could actually see him like beating the fuck out of these guys if he had to kind yeah. of thing. And, and he can really, he just will, I mean, just off of wrong cops, you know, he's like just an awesome berater. He's hysterical, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it was like, so then, it, you know, once he was on board, you know, and we met a couple times and just sort of talked through like what we wanted to do. So he was like, once he was down, kind of changed the character up a little bit then to like, you know, kind of fit suit him a little bit more. Like we initially had it like written just sort of like generic, yeah, uh, movie but like, you know, gangster villain, whatever. Like he's in sharkskin suits and shit like that. And <laughs> like when he came in and we were like casting him, I was like, yo, this dude has to be in like knockoff Versace shit. So it just started like <laughs> making the whole character like, you know, like and a boot and and we were trying to figure out the car. Yeah. Um, we kind of half like knew this dude who had like a shitty old like seventies Corvette or whatever that we were like, maybe we can talk to him and see if he can do it. Um, and we were just like, we got to find like the funniest, like it's supposed to be, you know, kind of like, like it's high end, but like on a budget, which is all his shit, you know? And, uh, or, you know, he, he likes finer things, but he's not going to pay, you know, top dollar for it. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Johnny who plays Randy, he just like rolled up in the Miata. (laughs) Like he actually that's his Miata and he was like hey guys it's my new fucking car and we were like well that's going in the movie (laughs) (laughs) it was like his like dream car that he had like a Mazda Miata (laughs) oh that's outrageous He's like, what, 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 what are you guys laughing about? What's so funny? My new car. We're just like, yo, can we put this in the movie, please? Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is outrageous. And there's a part in there where, like, I laugh every. It's kind of like the end joke, but like, where uh, Keith um, is like kind of roasting on Teddy when they're in the back of the kitchen. And he says, like, this dude drives a fucking Miata. He's saying it to the dude who just bought the Miata like, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about uh, Ricardo? So was he, 
did he sort of have a knowledge of of uh, lucha libre or is it something that he had yeah to... he grew up he grew up like about like knowing about that so like he totally nailed that he came in and he just had a suit on he didn't have the mask or anything but he yeah. had a suit on and um everybody else we kind of like you know like that we saw it was sort of funny because it's just you know kind of a funny he came in and did the monologue and he was off book on it immediately and he was just like like he was the first one where you were like oh this is real like you don't laugh at it you know like it, this is this dude telling his story kind of thing yeah and but he really nailed it like just from the gate and you know he told us later that um he he was Mr. Mexico like a bodybuilding champion mm-hmm. and then his dad and his older brother were also Mr. Mexico so like he actually literally knew the legacy oh, yeah all sort of vibe and he really just like, like like as we were shooting i mean he 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 got all of it got the humor of it but didn't play it big and you know still was like so emotional even behind the mask the whole time i don't yeah. know he was he's kind of like popping off now but he was like uh, he was a definite find you know yeah and just to get the to get the vibe of the whole thing and not and like play it you know straight up and not like try to make a joke out of it was like key to the whole thing i think absolutely and i I, it's interesting hearing that he did sort of know all about the legacy like i think that is because it it, it comes across on screen like he that's why i wasn't sure if he was a big fan of of lucha libre or or whatever but just knowing that he was sort of you know had this lineage of mr mexico like that's really interesting to you know for him to sort of use as you know for for yeah and there'd be stuff where he was kind of correcting me on shit where he was just like no i don't think so and i was like like or i wouldn't do that or whatever and i was like okay cool man like i would totally buy it you know yeah he's in this shit like i'm not gonna tell this dude right right exactly (laughs) (laughs) so when you guys made this flick obviously you shopped it around you know at at festivals and stuff and Obviously, when you make it, you, you want you want it to do well, and you're thinking like, "Hey, like we're going to get you know uh, distribution, we're going to get picked up." So when you guys got picked up by IFC, was like, how did that like was that sort of like what you were hoping for? Like, w- was it bigger than you had hoped for, or like what was that like when you guys got picked up by IFC Midnight? Yeah, it was really dope, just in the sense of like, I mean, again, yeah, obviously, you know, you shoot for the moon and yeah. like but we knew we'd made just a little weird ass movie and like, it was never like a surprise when people were like, I don't get it. Or, you know, or it's like, Oh, it's not really for us. Or we don't know. We got a lot of, we don't know what to program it. We like it, but like, is it a midnight madness thing? Or is it like, you know, a straight up drama, like, like (laughs) in competition sort of whatever. So that was kind of a cool, to me, that was like a cool, like problem to have of like, you know, sort of fucking, people up with like what is this movie it's uncategorizable which was cool and it's also you know kind of was the challenge to get over so i mean the fact ifc came on and like got it and like you know got behind it and and put it out and you know we were playing all over the place and it just the fact that this was any kind of a uh of a um success story with how i mean you know how no holds barred the whole thing was. Yeah, like was, Rip and Zeus. Like, yeah, like Rip and Zeus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dookie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, w- one of the reasons why I was so excited to see this actually was 
I, I don't know if he was responsible for helping to make the deal or if he just does marketing. I, I don't really know Matthew Kiernan, but uh, when I, he, you know, I get e- emails from IFC Midnight and he was hyping this up big time. So I, I don't know if he was the big Yeah, he was like our, our champion over there. Yeah. He really helped yeah. get it out. And yeah, I met him at Fantasia. Like he, he works, does stuff for Fantasia as well, like marketing stuff. And like he, even then he was kind of like, you know, like pointing, like helping out and pointing us in sort of the right direction of stuff. So yeah, he was like a big part of the whole thing. Yeah. And you know, one of the things he said, I, I just actually went back and searched for the email and he says, I make no mistake of my love for this film. It's tremendously entertaining, surprising, and fresh, despite the inevitable Tarantino comparison. It made it clear that it's very much worth your time. So he was, like, repping it hard. And I had actually seen a trailer maybe a month or two before getting the email from Matthew. And, you know, of course, just seeing a, a luchador in a movie, like, I, we had to we had to do it, like, already. So, But when I saw this, like, I was like, okay, this 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 movie sounds like something here. You know, because I've never I've gotten a lot of emails from Matthew about films to 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 review, and I've never seen a glowing review like this. Yeah, he was definitely I mean instrumental in the whole thing. That's that's awesome that you like shout him out too because he just yeah that was the thing. It was like we knew we were going to be in good hands, and they would you know like do what they could for the, the movie. I mean, it's I I was really curious even just like going into it of like how they were even going to sell it, just as kind of a learning you know, lesson of watching the whole thing yeah, kind of unfold just because, yeah, I don't, it's, I, again, it's just a, it's a weird one to even explain <laughs> to people. <laughs> now when, with, with the poster art that's out there, the, the white poster with, you know, like the, where, where it's mostly like El Monstro's head and you see the other characters sort of uh, intertwined in the poster. Was that, was that something that IFC had commissioned or did, or was that a yeah, post? Okay. They did that. Now, how did we you, did a, um, we did like a festival poster um, by this guy Florian Bertmer did, yep. um, and he does a bunch of rad ass like metal stuff and you nice. know a bunch of really cool poster stuff or whatever. So, but then yeah, they did the white one. <clears throat> yeah, that one. There's just something that really like is eye catching about that poster. Like when you when you guys saw it for the first time, where were you? Like, what was your impression of seeing that poster? Yeah, it was dope. I mean, like they were again, like cool about like kind of including us in the whole process. Cool, and, yeah. You know, there was shit where they were like, I mean, there was stuff where they, you know, like they were like, oh, this this plays better for whatever, like, um, Walmart or whatever kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like their vibe, you yeah. know. Like, I mean, so I I was just specifically mad i was just annoying the shit out of like sending references and being like yo you know like kind of like my two cents on everything but no they were like definitely big sport to let us even kind of throw in on it and but um no it was cool i mean i felt like it you know fuck put those characters on a poster they all look cool so yeah. what are you gonna do <laughs> you know? yeah it, it's funny i'm looking at the blu-ray art and I, I happen to notice that there's uh there's no randy on the art i wonder if that was <laughs> yeah that's a that's a walmart uh imperative i bet yeah because yeah. <laughs> that was even like a question of like like going into it was like you know were they gonna even have randy on stuff or whatever but i don't know to me it's like we always kind of envisioned it as like okay it's you know it's an exploitation film and sell it like an exploitation film and then hopefully you'll be pleasantly surprised that there's more to it than just that right it's like an anti-exploitation film once you get into it but and that was kind of our initial pitch but 
yeah, I don't know. It's like there's like international stuff too, where they would obviously not put Randy in, which I, I get it. And yeah. Johnny like is a really, was a really good sport about that whole thing. Anyways, just, you know, he's like, uh, you don't need me on the poster. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, great. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's now somehow become a, uh, uh, a pop icon in, uh, in Germany, parts of Germany. <laughs> wow. Oh, they actually played the movie in Germany, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did that conversation go with John? The first time you told him about Randy? He is a he's a nutbag. He like used to be in like all sorts of like he was in like a metal band and shit. So he was yeah. ready to to rock. And he's like uh, he's one of our like you know the the group. So he gets yeah. it. And he was like we had done a um we did a uh, like a sketch version of like that opening of just picking him up from prison um, a while ago that we never released. Because uh, we were like, man, this fucking idea is a lot better than just a shitty sketch. We should not <laughs> do this. Um, and uh, I actually played the swastika face in that. I'm not good either. But it was just <laughs> to, to kind of get the thing going. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we couldn't get anyone to <laughs> put the swastika on. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, Jay, who's the he's one of the writers on it as well. He plays Keith, and he plays Keith in the movie. Yep. And anyway, so we're just driving around, shooting that thing, and so I got like kind of firsthand experience of like, oh my god, this is a fucking nightmare even with this. <laughs> and then when I went to go take the makeup off, um, it had it had given me like a reverse sun burn where I had started. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy shit. So that was number one was okay, SPF one thousand for this whole like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. That must have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Johnny was a nutbag. He was like trying to like you know, we had like a big hat and umbrella and shit around him at all times kind of thing. But he was like because he had to get there a couple of hours early for them to apply it, you yeah, know, and all that. Yeah. So it was just a hassle. And he, there was a couple of nights he's like, I'm just going to fucking drive home. It's like, no, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> now, we could probably talk about low life for, for another couple hours. But, I, you know, I do want to start to – you've been very generous with your time, so I want to start to move on a little bit. Is, is there anything you can tell us about Night Patrol? Because – and is that definitely your next project? Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of smoking along on it right now. A couple of the guys, um, that rode on low life and myself, we rode this one Yep. and, um, yeah, we're working with David Goyer on it. So that's been awesome. Like just to meet and kind of talk with them and they've been really cool. Um, there's like, like, I don't know, we're, we're close to getting going on it. So it's awesome. like not cool. really there to like. I'm not, I'm not supposed to tell what the fucking thing's about. There's a secret to it, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, like, don't, don't, you know. But again, but it, I don't care about spoilers, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before anyone else can see it, we don't want them to know what's going on. We'll, just just whisper it. <laughs> just whisper it. <laughs> what we'll have to do is when, when Night Patrol is out, we'll have to have you back on after it's been out, and then we can uh, we can talk spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's we're we're basically doing, like, it's like, low life time 12 basically like it's uh <laughs> times we're gonna 12. do oh, God. Yeah. um and somehow they're 
may they may be letting us do it. I don't know. We'll see. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did see some some uh, press a few months ago. I think it was over the summer. Uh, the announcement. Yeah. yeah, you guys got financing for the Entertainment One. Yeah, which yeah. So I don't know. It's like it, it's been cool. It's just been it's like a bigger thing. So it just fucking yeah. takes you know the the wheels of justice turn slowly. I guess. Um, um, and then even with that, I've I've been kind of like, I've been also working on like a feature version. I have a short film, Narco Corrido is what I did at um yeah. at school yep. when I graduated. Um, so doing a feature version of that that we're like, those are kind of the two projects that are kind of neck and neck right now as far as getting going. But those are both features and yeah, Night Patrol. I don't know. I'm like really excited about that just because it's like, um, uh same sort of thing of like talking about kind of you know modern stuff and police specifically like like institutional police brutality all that sort of stuff mixed with kind of genre elements and i don't know we're making like a uh really gnarly attack the block nice cool all right Yeah, I'm I'm digging definitely digging that. I can't can't wait. Hopefully, you know, obviously, you yeah, know, we understand that it takes some takes time for these things to happen, especially in in Hollywood, especially when you get more money involved as well. So, yeah. you know, and when you said it didn't register at first, I'm reading the article again, and it's it's the David Goyer, the comic book turned oh, script script guy, you know, director. So that's that's pretty cool. So yeah, was, that was like a big, you know, kind of cool like meeting him and talking to him he's a fucking g so that's been really dope like, yeah <laughs> experience and i don't know he's been around the block a lot so yeah. you know just kind of getting the jewels on that one but yeah i don't know i'm like excited about it but it is also like fuck it's been taking forever just for anything to get going but whatever you know here we are it, it this hurts. is the life that we chose it hurts yeah. my feelings that that is seems to be at every level that everything like <laughs> yeah and that's the thing takes forever I mean, even, in 2018 yeah yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even, you know, I mean, Low Life was really fast to get put together and it's still, you know, it was 2015 when we started it and we're it was just now getting out now. So it's yeah. like everything fucking takes forever. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, like one we, day we we have a, a I don't I'm not sure if you're familiar but a, a friend of ours out in out in LA, um director's name's Karando Mitsutake. He did Gunwoman and Karate Kill. And oh yeah. Anyways, you know, like he he did Karate Kill like two years ago, and he he still hasn't got his next pro- project off the ground. Like he's he's got some great ideas, and nothing's off the ground as yet, as far as I know. So it's just it's like man, like this guy's yeah. a fucking great director. Like someone just fucking give him some money to do something. Right. You know? I mean, well, I mean, look yeah, at man. look at Knack too, Steven Scalada. Like yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. put out was involved in two successful films and had a document produced a documentary that was on the shortlist Academy Award yeah, yeah. thing uh, in in he. And it's still like a struggle to get like someone to put some money down. Yeah, to, fucking to Spielberg has, can't do everything he wants to do. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. the way it is. It's yeah. like, man, I was under the impression that he just thing. wanted to sit around now. So <laughs> yeah, just smoke weed all the time. Yeah. I had a. He came to our school to talk one time, and mm-hmm. um, uh, I was parking. There used to be like a, there was a parking lot back behind basically the theater where he was at, where you kind of parked at. And I'm parking there. I look over and I'm like, that's fucking Steven Spielberg standing there. And I swear to God, I can't, I would not go, you know, to court for this, but I swear to God that he was fucking sitting there just like, just housing a J down. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was nice. I was like, I think it. 
I think Steven Silver is just smoking the fuck out of this weed before he goes into this. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think uh, I think right now, like John Carpenter is what every person aspires to they want to make enough fucking movies and get enough royalties off of remakes and, and everything else right. so they can just play video games smoke pot and write music when they're older yeah. <laughs> yep. which is an aside minus smoke pot and make money is pretty much what i do like play video games yeah, play and video games and make music like yeah, yeah. i read comics at that pot time like so i feel like i <laughs> i realize that i don't i'm living the life already <laughs> So Ryan, is there anything out there you want to anything you want to promote any social media anything else you want to use this platform to let people know about? Yeah, I mean, I think you guys and thanks for linking to it. I mean, Low Life the movie is like our social media stuff yeah. and mine is just Ryan Prouse, P R O W S. Um yeah, and I mean, uh, hopefully fuck me, we'll get a uh, Night Patrol going here soon and Narco Corrido and then 20 20- 20 we'll be talking about it i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and and you know we we i think we kept you a little bit longer than we wanted to but we, we had a blast man and and no man thank you so much for bringing me on for this this is this is really fun i'll sit around and talk about fucking bullshit toys all day long no, <laughs> all right well maybe we'll do it again sometime we'll just True. we'll just have you on to talk about toys and and just uh make up like stupid fucking cartoon movies about <laughs> talavans yeah you got <laughs> you got to hear my freddy and the dream team pitch <laughs> <laughs> Every episode ends with this isn't a dream it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was really awesome having you on Ryan and we'll definitely have to do it again sometime. We'll we'll, we'll keep in touch and you know when you get when you have something to talk about or even just want to come, you know, kind of shoot the shit and blow off some steam, we'll uh we'll certainly be in touch, but uh we we thank you for for your time and also for making such a fucking great movie, man. Like we yeah, love, yeah. Thank you guys for digging it, man. Yeah, That's we awesome. love Low Life, and we, we, we'll tell. We've been telling everyone yeah. to fucking go see it. So, you know, like once again, if people are listening to this to this, uh, you know, us talking to Ryan, and you haven't seen it yet, go out and fucking see it. It's available on DVD and Blu-ray. Yep. You can get it on VOD. Uh, you know, just just it's go on see Hulu now. Yo, there you go. It's on Hulu. Just watch this yeah. fucking movie. You, I, ju- like, I, I just bought my copy of Blu-ray. Uh, just bought your copy of Blu-ray? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I meant to say. <laughs> Blu-ray, the movie. I, I, just, yeah. <laughs> I just bought my Blu-ray uh, today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I realized that, that it had come out and I hadn't bought mine yet, so I'm gonna, I definitely want to get my copy. I don't own much physical media, but this is, yeah, no. this is one of the ones I definitely want to own. I put mine on my Christmas list. Nice. Because after like, oh, so nice, guys. yeah. Because after seventeen fucking years, my wife is still so fucking disinterested. I have to tell her <laughs> exactly what to buy. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing, and maybe we'll talk about this more more off air. I'll, I'll shoot you a message. But if if you if we could get a, I don't know if you have the the ability to, or if you can uh, pop a uh, an email over to someone at IFC, we would love to get a low life poster in the studio to put up. In, oh, definitely. <laughs> Uh, because right next to that fucking Dawn of the Dead, or move that one out. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, th- yeah. We'll move that out. Absolutely. We'll, we'll yeah. maybe the tr- even the trick or treat one, like uh, yeah. Miami Connection, that can that can take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that survival uh, of the film freaks. Shit. Hey, that- fuck you. <laughs> That's me and Mars's uh, film debut. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking jerk. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if if uh, you know if we can make that happen, that'd be awesome. I'd love to have that always up on on screen when we when we do the show. Well, I'll uh, I'll hit Kiernan up because it, it, especially since you shouted him out, I'll be like, you fucking owe these guys a poster. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds great. All right, Ryan, All right. We'll, we'll definitely we'll let you go and we'll keep in touch. Best of luck to you with uh, Night Patrol and Narco Corrido and everything else you do, man. And uh, we'll definitely be in touch. And we appreciate your time. 
Thanks for good, man. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. You got it. Take care, Ryan. All right, bye. bye. Not only did he make an awesome movie, he gave me the name of my memoir. <laughs> Which is? Laughing at people is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I realized that that's what I do. Dude's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That streak's still alive. Yeah, yeah, thankfully. Yeah. And, man, like, if you guys have not, like, I'm going to say it again. If you have not seen Low Life, fucking go see this movie. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's real fun. I was re-watching it in studio just while we were getting ready. I watched the first, like, half hour or so, and I was just, like, fucking just I forgot how much I love this movie. Yeah. And I actually listened to our review because I just wanted, I wanted to go back and see what we thought about it. And we were just going nuts about it for the yeah. whole time. Like, we literally could have done two hours of just, yeah. like, blowing Ryan about this movie. Yeah, I mean, and there, there is... The, the, the characters in this movie are so goddamn colorful and so yeah. full of life. And there's, and there's not, like, a minute of this movie that's not, that's not, not interesting or boring. I mean, this, you watch that this movie. This movie boring, is... You mean. This movie is an adrenaline rush. It really is, to a certain extent. It's, it's an a mile a minute thrill ride. It is. It is. It's just. It's just on a certain level, you know. But it's. It's. This movie's Speed four. Teddy's amazing. Organ donor shop. Yeah, organ harvesting. I mean, come on. You can make a movie about that with luchadors and. It's a. And, gr- it's a growth industry. You know, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. It's a party flick, really, is what it is. I always I, feel I like it. like people who listen to us, and when you would uh, endorse things so like feverishly, like people are just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no bullshit, man. No, they bullshit. are because th- normally you're like, you know, you're like, ah, the sinful dwarf. Like, like I, well, I will that rave would be the, the case. Dwarf. That would be the case if he stood alone in that. Oh, that's fair. Fair. Ramp. Good point. Look at you, Aries. What? Jumping in the conversation. <laughs> Jump in, lover. I keep my mouth shut when we have guests because I don't want to offend them and piss them off and have them never come back. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Well, I don't know. You almost pissed him off when you said, hey. So. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's I thought a, we were going to lose him. Just, just so you know, like he's in the political camp of the hay is for horses, so you really rubbed them the wrong way. <laughs> As opposed to us, they rubbed him every way for about 40 minutes. The Taliban. Nah, the Taliban. Quick to the Taliban. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, this was uh, yeah, it was awesome. So movie. big, big thanks for for Ryan for giving, yeah. giving his time and yeah. the talent. and and he like I actually wasn't going to mention that like that he actually got in touch with us, but like that's fucking awesome that he did. Yeah, <laughs> like, really, right? You know, I was just gonna you know I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah, he he listened to our our review and sent sent a message and was like. This is fucking awesome. Thank you guys yeah. so much. And I was like, what? You're, let, you're <laughs> let him hang out for 300 episodes and see how often he wants to. Yeah. Play. Well, yeah. 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 Fair enough. <laughs> 20 episodes. Let's yeah. see how he does. One's, one's a nice number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A nice round number. Ryan, don't listen to any more episodes. Yep. Uh, you know, it's. There's <laughs> a nice anal flap one. You got to check out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of listening to a lot of episodes, a few episodes, I got. Uh, uh, and you don't know them, so I'm not like. Uh, you know, obviously, when you change parts of your life, you get new listeners who look at things with different eyes, right? You, you, you smell smell what I'm cooking, Johnny. Yep, like, you know yep. what I mean? It's things that you take for granted. And uh, at first, I thought they were making fun of me, right? But they were like, um, so you come to the show with, like, like you know, all your scarves on and, and ready. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yep. they're like you know. Aries comes with his whiskey and, you know, his, his Irish walking cap and everything else. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
So why doesn't fucking Raven Shadow come to the show ready to do the show? Why does he leave every time? <laughs> and now, granted, they're like, I, and like, they're like, cause it seems more severe, I guess, because we just talk about it. Because like, we're talking, we're not on the air when he leaves, and then we're usually talking when he comes back. So you don't know that he's not there. But like, that is a really good question. Like, I don't. I, 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 I'll be fair. I, 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 I do a lot of coke in the bathroom. Uh, okay. That's what I do. Uh, no, it's it's not. It's pretty simple, guys. That soda I, machine needs to be filled. Yeah, drinking Coca Cola is not doing coke in the bathroom. Well, you, you, my method is different than yours. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I've been hearing some stuff about coke, and it's probably better to do coke. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, it's pretty simple, and and you know this. I come from my second job, so I drive here. I yeah, you come from your mother. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey now! Whoa, whoa! You're fucking weird, Johnny. Taking some of Monster Zero's uh, back medication? <laughs> Maybe. Right. No, I I come here from my other job. I rush in, grab my gear. I rush in? Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> this guy. Wow, you're fucking funny. <laughs> um, yeah, eat food, and I just comb my hair. I think my humor like, went with my beard. <laughs> Girl, back. Let, let's break it down. You go downstairs, and you comb your hair. Well, and, yeah, and you yeah but that's your, the only ingredient. I'm just wondering dent. why you couldn't comb your hair. Like... Before you sit down to eat, or because I've come from working two jobs, and I'm gonna fucking eat my food, and then I'm gonna sit for a minute, and but, then I'm gonna do that. But then you're gonna comb your hair, like yeah. What? Well, it's, it's not and changing. Then you gotta go I mean, back, and then you gotta go yeah. walk all the way back downstairs, then walk all the way back upstairs. I mean, Holy shit! Well, I don't fucking fall down on the fucking time and hurt myself. <laughs> or fall off. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, I got I got two issues with this. One, why do you need to comb your hair? Because mm. I don't see a difference, like before and after. I think the two of us. You know what? That's a good point. And two, why do you need to like look in the mirror to do it? I'm taking a piss and flossing my teeth at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's hard with the no, never mind. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's you're there in the toilet and you're like, (laughs) okay, well. You didn't say that. You said you combed your hair. You didn't say you pissed. What if we put a mirror? Do you want to? Do you want to come with me? (laughs) No. Yeah, you're pretty big. You can lift it. What if we put a mirror in the other room? Would that help? I'm, I'm not breaking my routine. <laughs> so that's what's happening. It's, it's, if it hasn't been since we've been in Castle Wolfenstein, I'm, I'm not changing. So I mean, You are a scorpion after Yeah, all. I mean, it's not like, wow, the wonders of the universe. Why do you have to sit down and eat first? Like, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing. Mm. That's what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing next week? Yeah. I'm going to come here. Yeah. I'm going to get my headphones from that closet. I'm going to eat my pizza and I'm going downstairs. Yeah. Maybe I'll fucking, you know, make a phone call. So it doesn't matter that the show starts without you. No, it starts when I get here. You guys is, you know, doing a little business. business. No, no, no. We start without you. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, don't, don't, don't make it sound like we're waiting for you. No, yeah. you do. It's, it's really entertaining before yeah. I come here. Um, we wait for Raven Shadow. You, 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 thank you, Timestamp. But no, I, whatever, man. <laughs> do that. I just, I, I, it was someone else's observation. Yeah, it's not. I, mean, I it's had not, said my, my immediate text when someone asked something about this stuff is that. I think about it for a second, and then I say... Who asked? Then I say, I don't care. I, I don't... You don't know. Nobody knows him. Nobody knows yeah, him? He, he lives <laughs> in Canada. Someone knows him. Give yeah, me he lives in Canada. No, it's, 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 some, it's somebody that works at, at, at one of the other stores that I that I work at. Like, but I'm sorry that he's watching. Oh, I know yeah. who he is. <laughs> yeah. No. But the... Uh, no, 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 no. No. Oh, at a oh, different oh. store. Oh. Yeah. That guy Let's thinks your name is fucking... talking about how awesome Ryan was. That guy thinks your name is fucking Raven, so he's not going to... Yeah. How's Raven? Which is amazing because I apparently thinks his name is Raven Raven Chad. So. <laughs> That's so Raven Chad. <laughs> Raven Raven Shadow. So 
I, I guess we'll uh, introduce everyone. Eh. No. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, wait, wait. Was Raven Shadow in his seat? No, no. he was not in the okay. seat when the show All right. started. All right. He deserves to be punished. All right, I'm Johnny, I'm Johnny Wolfenstein. We got Dynamo Mars. Hi. We got Monster Zero. Hello. We got Ares. Oh, hi. Sorry. And Raven Shadow. Hey. <laughs> I thought we were doing the bridge version. I just wouldn't say anything. <laughs> just moving right along. And the rest. And the rest, yeah. Who's yeah. the rest? The rest is so important they don't need to be mentioned. But uh, that was fucking awesome. And really uh, really glad that we got to speak to Ryan. And I can't wait for Night Patrol. He, he, he did say low life times 12, right? Yeah. That's a strange fraction. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think it is? What? I think it's a group of Girl Scouts that are wearing swastika tattoos on their faces. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, jeez. Doing a podcast with you is like <laughs> sitting next to the pots of Tumblr I find by accident. <laughs> Except bigger. Oh. <laughs> You're like if Pornhub searches got stung by a bee. <laughs> Ooh, wow. This is- is that a compliment? The BB. I think you're combing your hair too hard. All right, let's uh, just oh, yeah. move on. You're not combing your hair enough. <laughs> That's probably right. Do you even have to comb your hair? It's a sweet spot right now. No. You can tell. Not really, no. Yeah. I just get out of the shower and that's the end of it. That's yeah, that's apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to have hair again. I got a year and a half of my uh, my agreement. Y- what? Yeah, I didn't have to shave it forever. I had to shave it for just. <laughs> I get yeah, news you, for you. Yeah, well, is it, it coming, coming back? back. <laughs> no, it's coming back. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back, ain't man. No coming back. I'm gonna be like the fucking <laughs> keyboard player in a fucking every Swedish brog rock band. I'm gonna have like a ghoul. Yeah, <laughs> you look like Hulk Hogan. Swedish brog rock. <laughs> brog rock man. Oh, man. All right. So I guess uh, maybe we should head to a break. Good idea. Oh. Yeah, Ravenshell's got to comb his hair again. You yeah. comb your hair and smoke? I might. I might, I might comb my hair while smoking. All right. As an aside, I don't care how much you comb your hair. I think it's fine. Yeah, I, just care. I just thought it was. It's like seems so much more, I think, om- ominous because like, not ominous, like like a bigger deal because like we talk about it. Like, you know. So. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why it's a. It's a mystery, like a Scooby Doo mystery. Well, it's a big deal because well, they, you people think ask that, about it. Yeah, like they don't. I mean, but they don't know that you go to a job and that you come back and that you eat your pizza. How do they even know though? Well, because but, we talk about it. We, that oh. Raven Shadow's not here, so he can't be in the intro. And you know what I mean? It's, it's all that. It's all that jazz. Combing his hair, my hair. Well, I do. So, I, mean, I do. Yeah. You hit my hair. <laughs> we just watch the hair. So <laughs> it seems like like we make a big deal about it. I think so. I don't even care. Like. If he went and combed his hair and didn't come back, I'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> leave, I don't care. Yeah, wow. Wow. Well, nice. what? How about that? Yeah, how about that? About that? <laughs> I was concerned about you who called and checked on you every couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, who else did? No one. Right. This is perfect. <laughs> what? What? I didn't yeah. call. I yeah. messaged you. No, he, yeah. no, no. no. Uh, Wolfie did. These two assholes did. You're fucking <laughs> faking. No, <laughs> no one asked me when I get hurt. That's because you don't get hurt. Yeah, I thought you were a cyborg. Yeah. He is. He's You're indestructible, dude. Well, I figure because you have one feeling, you probably don't feel pain. Just anger. <laughs> <laughs> get mad when I get hurt. <laughs> uh, you're a teddy bear. No, I, I, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Good, really. Uh, 
uh, yeah, I did hurt my back last. Was it uh, on the third of November? Saturday, right? Yeah. Uh, third of the November. Third of November. Yes. Remember, remember. Yes. <laughs> so are you November going? November third, nineteen fifty-five. So are you going to need a uh, physical therapy? Or? I'm already in physical therapy. And what about? I, uh, I got another. I got another. Uh, what about mental therapy? Uh, I got another thing tomorrow. Mental therapy? No, nah, there's not enough mental therapy to help me. <laughs> maybe you could see. Uh, yeah, Mars cause. knows someone. Maybe, I was gonna say maybe you could Ooh, see a therapist. Yeah. Uh, Mars knows. I'll go with you. Listen, shut up. A. <laughs> and B, uh, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like ninety percent of the people. You're blushing. Ninety percent of the people. <laughs> I, I like how he rolls back out of the camera. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Johnny? 90% of the people who uh, go into, th- when I go into therapy, like, uh, looks like, dress like Monster Zero does most days, so he'd be okay. Sweatpants and slippers? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing sweatpants. No, you're not. You're change, I am wearing slippers. I am wearing slippers, though. So, so like, what is your mobility like? Like, No, my mobility's fine. Well, t- let me tell you what happened. I, I work in a warehouse, and mm-hmm. I'm taking... Uh, Stuff off of one pallet and stacking it onto another pallet. Right. It sounds like and, warehouse work. And you I'm pick like. Pick things up and put them down. Yeah. Yeah. Pick so them up and put them down. So I, far the story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm in between the two pallets. One's behind me. One's in front of me. Okay. And I reach over to my right. Now, wait one second. My, my, feet's like, my feet is like this. That's your first problem. You wait, explain it to the people on the podcast. Yeah. Your feet yeah. are like what? Yeah. My feet are like. And you're moving you, you, your you hands, know what it's like uh, because because uh, because the, the it's so narrow. You know how it's like uh, the Charlie Champ uh, Charlie Chaplin the the tramp kind of thing where the where the feet are sticking. Yeah, up yeah. So sure. Yeah. So I'm kind of like that, okay. and gotcha. I reach over to my right, mm. and maybe about right where Dynamo's balls are. <laughs> I reach over. <laughs> that helps the people on the podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah. They, they have a very good yeah, idea. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's a weird thing for your warehouse to stock. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, Where's the pallet jack? Buy Mars' balls. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> nursing homes are running out, you know? Yeah. So I reach over, mm. and before I even grab the case. About two feet away, right? Yeah, well, yeah roughly about a night, foot and a half, two feet away. And, and as I reach over to my right, I don't even reach the case, and my spine. The base of my spine just went pop. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> it went pop? Like, yeah. Like you heard like a pop or you felt the I pop? Heard, I, I heard a pop and I certainly felt the pop. It wasn't, it wasn't like a tightening because what you described to me reminds me of well, like if I got like a muscle spasm. Like a strain, like, yeah. It just it, it, it seizes up and it just squeezes and it feels like you got shot. Like, I get those. Yeah, kind of, it's kind of like the vision was intangible and like grabbed your spine and squoze it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. who's telling the story here? <laughs> Everyone else. It I sounds, so. <laughs> Monsters here, it sounds to me like you did not pay attention to the sign that's hanging in the break room over by the refrigerator. What does it say? About how to bend and move and pick stuff up. <laughs> Lifting like, in a proper yeah. motion. I know in, how in a, to a, lift. Do you have one of those back supports? Motion. No, I don't. <laughs> Believe me, I think if I did, it wouldn't have never happened. But ble- <laughs> well, I know how to lift. If I, you want, I can go get two or three of them and sew them together. I've been working in warehouses. <laughs> Look, I've been working in warehouses for almost 20 years, okay? Right. So I think I know what I'm doing, except for this one time. And let me just add, let me just add, this is the first time I've ever been on 
workman's comp ever. I've never been on workman's comp. Wait, wait, comp wait. Before. You're not on workman's comp yet. You're on dis- some sort of disability. Like a t- like work that's like a fucking arduous task. No, I'm on workman's comp. Disability is a is a an extended leave. Yeah. Well, how long are you gonna be out for? You need fucking. I'm going therapy. back. To, I'm going back to work next uh, next Tuesday. That's bullshit. You shouldn't go. <laughs> no, you're not ready to go if you fucked yourself up bad enough to need well, physical therapy. Listen to me. Listen, listen. So anyway, what happened was I I I, I hurt my back, and my I couldn't move my feet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because of maybe maybe like a temporary a nerve, paralysis, like a nerve or something, or yeah. because I was. I was in such pain. I was such, I was just afraid to move my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm leaning against a pallet that I was taking stuff off of for about a good seven minutes, and I could not move. I had to be carried into the office. No one helped you? No, no, no. They they, they helped me. I uh, I was carried into the office, no, set into no, a chair. No, no, Did they put you on a forklift? <laughs> no, they didn't put me in a forklift. <laughs> I got into the office. They sat me in a chair. I sat there for about thirty-five minutes, and I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, I'm going to just let th- this is going to just slide." Okay, I've I've hurt myself so many times before, and I've always worked through it. No big deal. For fuck's sake, this one fucking died. But this right one there. was this was a little different. And after a while, I realized I couldn't even. I tried standing up. I couldn't stand up. So I ended up laying on the floor. I couldn't turn over onto my back. So. I'm like, I said to the supervisor who was there, I said, just call the ambulance. I <laughs> gave up. <laughs> just <laughs> take me out. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> shoot me. Just fucking shoot me just now. shoot me now. Kick <laughs> me in the balls and throw me outside. <laughs> just put some newspaper down. <laughs> just put me in the- just put me in the dumpster and press the button. Put me on the couch. <laughs> I'll just die here. Now, are you ready to go back to work, or do you just fucking in the weirdos that live in the same building as you and the no, people I'm, that you I'm, live with? You just fucking ready to get the fuck out, right? No, I'm, 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 I'm not ready to go back to work just yet. My right as of right now, my back is fine. Uh, you know, it's I can, not I can, fine. You're a little. I'm, I'm like ninety percent yeah. there. That's, but it doesn't seem like ninety percent. But what it is is that. As of right now, if I stand or walk around for about an hour or so, then my legs start to hurt a little bit. The base of my spine starts to hurt a little bit. Right, right. So instead of – so what they're doing is that they're going to have me go back to work next Tuesday, and I am going to be uh, doing, like, light work for four hours a day for the next 10 days. Oh, okay. And then they're going to, and that's just easing me back into it. So, so you get paid for a whole day, I hope at least I get paid for a whole day. Okay, nice. good. I get paid. Yeah, I get paid. I get paid, you know, doing the four hours and then the, the remaining four hours is workman's comp. So. Talk to me about uh physical therapy for a second. What do they, what sort of things do they have you do? Uh, right now, let's see, they have me doing the, uh, well, the, they're electrocuting me. Uh, they're using the uh, they're using the cold pack with the electric the, with the electrodes. I don't know if I don't know if you know what I'm talking nope. about. Nope. Nope. They, they don't, they they don't put, stick it to your balls and no. Oh. I got it, I, I got that at home. It must look like they cook. <laughs> it must look like they're cooking a ham. <laughs> it smell like they're cooking a ham. <laughs> and uh, you know, stretching exercises. You know. Uh, Trying to align my spine and things like that. So I've straightening out, you know, straightening out my calf. I was just gonna say. So do you know what it what it was? It was just. Was it a muscle strain or was yeah? It it was just disc. No, no, it wasn't a slip disc. It was just a really bad strain or back sprain. Yeah. Okay. You know what's funny? Very bad back sprain. I just thought of this to go full circle. Remember, I almost couldn't come to the low life episode. 
No, I don't remember that. I had hurt my back. Remember? Well, oh, it wasn't your ribs. No, 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 no. That was <laughs> no. That was when I was years ago. Now, believe it or not, but yeah, like on New Year's Day, I, I, like I. Had, like hit ice and just did that fucking on ice shuffle. Low life was April. Was it April? Yeah. What did we do? <laughs> what it was a fluke ice storm. No, what did we do in January? Yeah, you're right. It was right around Easter, right? Yeah. No, there was something that I almost missed in January. I thought it was that show, but. I don't know. Yeah. It made me think it, but. I can hardly remember last week, so. But I mean, back injuries fucking suck. Like when I had it, uh, we have a chiropractor uh, in our extended family and um, on her, on her, on her way to to try to put me back together again. Uh, you know, I was laying on the couch and she was like, can you lift your legs? And it was exactly like you said. I was not positive if I couldn't lift my legs or the idea of the pain that might come made it, like, paralyze me, like, mentally. But, like... Yeah, the pain was ridiculous. You know, it's it's bad. Like, just don't rush back because that's why you get... Like, the reason I hurt my yeah. back sometime... The reason I, the reason everything on me except my ankle is, well, that's probably even worse. It's so fucked up and unrepairable, mm-hmm. is because it just got to the point that I never gave myself. I mean, you're definitely talking to the guy that wrestled fucking Joey Tron in a ladder match in Wolfie's backyard the day I got my staples out. So, <laughs> like, I, I'm not saying I'm necessarily responsible, but like, you know, just make sure don't don't let anybody pressure you, whatever else. I know. If, hey, trust me. If I lived in your house, I'd fucking want out too. No, believe but, me. Like, the only <laughs> one who pressures the only one who pressures me in this whole situation is me. Right. Yeah. Because you know who wants to fucking sit around that place all day? But like the the reality is that you know I just want you to be okay because you know. Dying no, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't know. I've, I've, I, I have a like. I've come to, you know, I talk about you quite a bit in my, uh, in my, in my therapy session. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like this guy. No. Is that what you say? Uh, well, that does come up, but like <laughs> the, uh, the, like it's a matter of like you know, I, I have a great deal of love for you and adoration, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think that's why you're the only one in the fucking earth who can get under my skin the way that you get under my skin but i don't want but like uh you know i you know if you're gonna die i want it to be because you're fat and laugh and die your own <laughs> joke not because you can't you know you like fall down in the tub with a broken back and drown or something like that uh, believe me man i i you know the my back it really really hurt i couldn't even move my leg over my other leg to turn over in bed yeah yeah you know that kind of thing the fact that I hurt myself at work and actually had to take workman's comp yeah, for the you first time, hate that. that drove me fucking nuts. <laughs> I hated that. Now, here's the important question. I think everybody wants to know. Uh, the worst part of the week that my back was hurt, it was very hard to uh, snap the carrot. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like... How did you survive? Yeah, how did, like... Did you figure out like an alternate way, or did it not hurt to do that? Or? An alternate, Let's be way. alternate way. He's a professional. He has machinery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I also was hurt, so I had to be like on the couch in my living room. So that was awkward. Sometimes was was Fabio Frizzi there too? No, <laughs> he was there helping. Hey now, <laughs> he probably would help. He would yeah. for sure. Yeah. I wish yeah. I thought of that. <laughs> so, I I, I mean. I, How'd you how'd you take a dump? I know that's like your favorite pastime. Yeah, that I, is weirdly tough. enough, not as hard as I thought it was going to be. You crawl? 
<laughs> Which has an aside that's your girlfriend's memoir. <laughs> no, no, Nothing doing aside. that was not really as hard as I thought it was going to be. Doing that was really, really simple. As a matter of fact, well, to be, yeah. I mean, it, it mostly yeah. just does itself. You, you, know, you could, gravity. you could wipe just fine. Yeah, oh, okay. That was weird. That was the weird what? thought. I was afraid for my life when I. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, sooner or later. Well, it's not the end of the world if you can't wipe. Uh, I mean, granted, really? Whoa, would you like to wipe my stink. ass? <laughs> no, no, it's going to stink, but it's not the end of the world. Don't, Don't shake Gary's hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's fine because he Give doesn't a wipe. Bomb. Yeah. yeah, buy your own popcorn. I mean, That's jump right, in the yeah, shower. Yeah. It's not like afraid for your life. Well, I need help in the shower. <laughs> I need what, you <laughs> one of those chairs? You don't take a bath? Uh, no. No, and and that and that you should have campaigned for a fucking. Bed. I don't think I've taken a bath since I was like seven years old. I, I take, love taking baths. I've only taken one in this calendar year, but it's because I started getting thrifty about oil. But I love baths. Yeah, if that, I go to like a, would, so wait, released. wouldn't a bath be better than a shower? No, it's not. It takes that takes a lot of fucking hot water to fill up a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems like it runs for less than it would if I was taking a shower. How long are you in the fucking shower for? I guess ten like, minutes. Do you li- do you really want to know like how long I'm in the shower for? No, very. <laughs> I, I I'm willing. I'm willing to guess about fifteen twenty seconds tops. <laughs> I would say like three minutes. Like it's not. It's not like a, like I fucking. I also have. I mean, it's, yeah, it's easier now, but I had like a lot of hair. Like the a, day that the day that the grooming, the body grooming goes on, it's a little longer. <laughs> Yeah, like then you don't need the water for that. Yeah, I don't even want to fucking know. Yeah. Body grooming. Yeah. <laughs> I could show you in the no. bathroom. No, <laughs> sitting in a know. tub. But sitting in a tub, it's just so goddamn relaxing. Yeah, it's great. For, for, you it. know, for once, you just you're just not standing. You know, you're fucking you're laying it. down in water. I even it had nice. at, at my my place. You actually helped me move into MZ in Roslindale. I actually had. Oh, uh, I remember. I had the um, the hot tub jets in that. And I never Ooh. even used that. Yeah, I got you the, didn't I, fucking use that. No, you gotta use those. Damn, dude. It I, wasn't a big tub. It was like slightly bigger than normal, but it had the, the hot tub jets. So I never use it. I have now that. See, if you didn't have to wipe your ass, you could just use that. Right. <laughs> no, you don't want to see that. See, I that's have that, a little weird because yeah. you're just stewing Sitting in that. It, yeah. <laughs> that's only, for about 10 or, only for about 10 or 12 minutes. It's right. still you're stewing Jesus. in it. I, I, my favorite thing to do like this time last year was either an audio book or put on like a New Japan show on like my, my, my tablet. And watch it and sit in the tub. That's what I do. Yeah, I love it. That's what I do. So very relaxing. It is. The 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 uh, I have those jets in my tub that he spoke about upstairs, but I have no fucking idea how they turn on. It's like <laughs> a, those, those don't work. Oh well, the Aries come here and turn on my water there's jets. Got, there's got to be a place to nope, turn it on. They, they don't work. They don't really? work. Oh, why? <laughs> why? Because right now they don't leak. If right. you turn them on, there's a possibility they're going to leak. And I'm going to yeah. get that fucking call. <laughs> and you're going to be standing no. there, dripping wet with a towel, not covering the right parts of you. <laughs> well, you'll know to fix it <laughs> on his head. You'll know. About, <laughs> you'll know about body grooming. <laughs> Ooh, Speaking of grooming, out of the blue, I've got a lot of compliments on the uh, of my beard lately. It's weird. Let me see. But move the mic. Like. They All like right. the ladies. I like how it comes to a point. That's what they yeah. the ladies yeah. seem to like the point of my beard, like, and especially it helps. Uh, like. Uh, your face seemed longer. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah. I got a fucking huge head. It's almost like an Emperor Ming sort of thing going on. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Merciless also. Ming. Merciless Ming. And, and, and another lady who I quite admire very much said that I've been looking dapper lately, but I thought she said diaper, so I was very upset about that. <laughs> she probably did. Maybe. Yeah. Diaper Dan. Diaper. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I am, I am, I could, you didn't, you know, I did say I was concerned. Yes, you, you were here last week. You did. Did you listen we to missed, last week's we show? We missed you. Yes. No, you did listen to last week's show. Oh, no. Oh, no, of course he did. No, I didn't. No, he no. Didn't listen. Fuck yeah. No, because I, I, you know, that that really pissed me off is I wasn't able to go see the movie. and uh, Yeah, you you wanted to see it a lot. Yeah, I don't, pretty bad. Yeah. That's, I, mean, I don't know if it's still in theaters or not. It is. It is? Yeah, if I were you, I'd thrown out my back on purpose, so. Yeah. Believe me, I, I, I you. Be, I don't. I think you. I'm would bullshit not. that I missed it. I hope I catch. I hope I catch it before the year's out because I definitely want to. I have the feeling yeah, that you, you have to see it. it. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't it. take it very well. I don't. Like, I'm not. I sure don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's but here's the thing. I told somebody who is a big giant fan of that movie. Like, like that's their favorite horror movie. Allegedly, that it's the one remake that I can think of, and there are a lot of good remakes that are very different than the original film. That it's not even uh, comparable. There's no, like, you could love both or hate one, and, like, there's no, it's like, it's, there's nothing that you won't like about this movie because you like the other one, I don't think. And there's nothing that you would like. Nothing to do with the other one. Yeah, it's like literally. Like, except for dance, dance studio. Different kind of dance. Coven of Witches. Yeah. Same character names, Labada. Yeah, in, in, in Labada. And is is in uh yeah, and Jessica Jessica Harper's in it. Yeah, as well. for, she has like a, a small part. Yeah, of she walks around the. Blah, 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 blah. Don't say, while. don't say, okay. don't say. But the uh, yeah, I think Let that uh, I, I think that you know, I don't think that it's 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 gonna even more like you talk about like the Dawn of the Dead remake and like mm-hmm. how different it is. Like you know, this, it's just own, a different movie. It's just so yeah. different. Like. Chromecast. Uh, jo- uh, Josh is hanging out, and he says nice. the anal flap helps, no doubt. Was the hey was the chat room down for a while? <laughs> no, not that was, I'm aware of. Because I was Just only no getting... was there. Oh, it's really? been up all along. Oh, because I was only getting chats from last week. No, it's it's up. And uh, Rook is hanging out, and he nice. says MZ works at a warehouse. Hawking is dressed like a matador when he accepted his Employee of the Year award. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chromecast. Josh called you Matador Zero. It's true. <laughs> Well, to be Oy. fair, he took that suit off the guy he ran through in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the legacy, MZ, right? right. That's right. That's right. That all right. We got to continue. I want to move on because I want to start talking about this movie. Uh, I think Mars is trying to 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 uh, filibuster here. Yeah. Oh, I, I, well. I feel like it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't, if I'm alone in this one, like it's fucking Well, we'll find out. Crazy. Soon. I already know what you thought because you posted online. That was an accident. <laughs> and, I, and, and to be fair, I like it a lot less than that. Now. Wait, I'm sorry. You posted? He posted his rating on yeah. Facebook. How do you accidentally post Cause I just a was review? Just going, well, I didn't do a review. I just was going. That's what I do all day long. I was just going through. <laughs> that's what he does all day long. <laughs> yeah, like, post. Well, <laughs> shit posts. Obviously, what, this movie sucks, and you were just going to leave it ling- lingering there? No, I gave my grade. And you accidentally hit enter? What the <laughs> fuck? What accidentally part of this? I forgot. I just was going through my day. I watched some other movies and forgot what that was for. Just when I was doing it. All right. So let's start to wind this down here. It's weird. Uh, like we, We've already like done 90 minutes of the show because we talked to Ryan for like almost an hour. Yeah. How about that? So, so if you guys want to help support the show, there's a few ways you can do so. You can head on over to trickortreerader.com. Scroll down. On the right-hand side, you're going to see a few links. You're going to see an Amazon logo. Click on it. It'll bring you right to Amazon with our affiliate link. And everything you purchase in that session gets attributed to us. It doesn't cost them any extra. Very much, Thank you. Uh, but it helps keep the lights on. That's right. So we get a little bit of a cut. Now the holiday season is upon us. You're probably going to do some shopping on Amazon anyways. Just go click our link. And then it'll bring you right to Amazon. 
and we will get a little tiny percentage of everything you buy. And if you're buying hundreds or thousands of dollars of stuff on Amazon, that would really be a big help to us. If you like what we do and you want to continue to help support, that would be a big, big uh, plus for us. If you guys want to, we also have a store, trickortreerated.com. Click on the store link, and it'll bring you right to our merch. And we have, uh, there's very limited quantities of t-shirts. We have some buttons, and we also have some digital content. You can get the Trick or Treat Radio Greatest Hits Volumes 1 through 3. We also have some other premium content up there, some old Deadite stuff, and uh, some other goodies. Some download cards for the Big Scare Monster Hunts at Midnight and some other stuff like that. Or if you guys just want to donate, you can go ahead and find the PayPal donate button on the front page. Click on that. Send us any denomination of funds, and we'll put it to good use. Hosting for the website, hosting for podcasting, uh, towards a new computer, towards all sorts of stuff. So we'd appreciate it if you guys want to help out. And all right, Raven Shadow, yes. you sit down to watch Possum. What do you do to prepare for this movie? Oh, I was tired, Johnny, because I was... Uh, no shit, I you? Was, I was fucking No tired. way. I was on a big-time movie set, uh... That day. Oh, you saw uh, 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 Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Uh, you go out for a butt and they kick you out the set. <laughs> Listen, no, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, no, Liam Neeson was... Oh, uh, uh, Raven Shadow, you're combing your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a special man who has a very special comb. Uh, no, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, down where I work, uh, yeah, they were showing the shooting the new picture, uh, The Honest Thief, which is the new Liam Neeson joint. Uh, it's very exciting. About a about his kid getting kidnapped. <laughs> Once again, what's what's the fucking problem? Um, but no, it's about an honest thief, or a thief that is honest. Is honest? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the title. But yeah, he tries to uh, tries oh, to. Don't fucking bullshit. If you don't know, you don't know. I know we have fucking motherfuckers jumping on me. God damn it! Remember you didn't talk. <laughs> God damn it! Go ahead. I'm fucking I'm... trying, man. No, you're not. Go I ahead. am. I am. Just go. So it was a very important scene. Yes. Waiting. Go on. Liam Neeson was, uh, he crossed the street and pulled his phone out. <laughs> so it's going to be a very uh, compelling picture. Yeah, yeah, you don't fucking know. Did he have a flip phone like I you? Do, yeah, it's a fucking, yeah, no, it's the plot is he's a former uh, thief who's trying to do right. He's and, trying to be honest. Trying to be honest. And then he finds <laughs> he out that the, uh, the FBI or the feds are more corrupt than the criminals. So it's much like society nowadays. You do realize the FBI are the feds, right? All, both those guys. <laughs> Yeah, they work in you know United States and uh, America. Yeah, just they fucking stay on the line stuff. so you can go smoke. All right, strap on. <laughs> Do you love a scary story? Do you love to dance? The big scary monster haunts at midnight is a collection of dark songs about sex, love, death, revenge, and the end of the world. Brought to you by the world's greatest monster hunting. Yeah. <laughs>
Street Radio is the greatest uh, podcast <laughs> ever invented. This the spelling is very bad. I'm not sure who wrote this. Sorry. And uh, the 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 Dites, the Dites. Is that a uh, is that a company that procures houses? <laughs> the, the, the Jedites. Oh, it's the Jedites. The Jedites uh, are a fantastic uh, musical uh, act. That is what I was supposed to say. And uh, hmm, there you go. There it is. A cheeseburger. <laughs> Remember to uh, rent the fly because that's uh, that, that's that's a good movie for. Uh, for making love to <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully we You're can get welcome. you get you on the show again sometime soon. I'm What's up, y'all? It's me, the Yeti, telling all the ladies that they couldn't be more fine and that we should knock those boots like Frankenstein. When I want to get my nerd on, I go to Facebook, and I go to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. That's the place where I get to talk about all the hip new horror movies, all the cool comics, what comics, RPGs, video games, you name it, we're talking about shit on there. And you could not be any cooler if you were the coolest kid in school. Be the first kid on your block. To swing that cock over at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Trick or Treat Radio, ask to join, and it's like Nerd Nirvana, baby, without the shotgun blast. This is the Yeti, signing out. See you at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, at the Deluxe, thedeluxe.com, Back on Trick or Treat Radio. Really? Are you getting up and leaving as we're coming back? The fuck? Don't then don't give Raven Shadow a hard time. Yeah. At least oh, he, come on. He's only doing he this leaves once. before we're coming back on air. This is only You're one You're literally time. in the room. You're, you're Raven Shadow sh- is suffering some, from some bizarre face neuropathy right yeah, now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you give him shit over one time and you're... And you're, you're yeah. Oh, look, he's standing up for you. Come on, come on, because don't he just do that. Sat the uh, entire break and stood up as he's, okay, we're back, and he stood up. Yeah, and how many times has Raven Shadow done I that in the past three months? He's never, he's never left the room as we're coming back. Uh, that's not true, because he's never fucking here when we come back. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but at least he makes an attempt. Oh, is that what you call it? <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back, and we're going to talk about possum. Now, Possum is a horror drama thriller. Comedy. 
It is 85 minutes, and it's from 2018, and is written and directed by Matthew Holness, and it stars Sean Harris, Alan Armstrong, Simon Bubb, and Andy Blythe. It's pretty much it. It's a pretty small cast. There's a few other folks here and there. The synopsis, after returning to his childhood home, a disgraced children's puppeteer is forced to confront his wicked stepfather and the secrets that have tortured his entire life. Now, one thing I want to talk about, Matthew Holness, is this is his feature film debut. So this is the first time he's directed a feature film. He's done some shorts. Let me just pull up actually real quick i just i think he's done some shorts i think he he also wrote uh possum there it's a short story that's in a a, a compilation yeah. of of stories halloween can't comedy shorts playhouse presents and a gun for george yep so he's done some some shorts some tv stuff and he's also best known if uh if you guys are familiar with garth Marenghi's dark place he played Garth Marenghi, and he also wrote and co-created the show. So that was sort of a, a big cult classic, I would say. I don't remember. Did, have, have any of you guys seen Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Nope. I've seen some. Coop gave it to me as a gift once. Yeah, I remember like, we were talking. Like compilation you made. Yeah. Aries, have you seen it by chance? I have not. Okay, so it used to be, I want to say it was either on Sci-Fi or comedy channel i think it might have been sci-fi though and i want to say it was in the 2000s mid 2000s mid to late 2000s is when i caught some of it and i didn't know what the fuck it was i turned it on just randomly and i was like what is this it like the name garth Marenghi's dark place just kind of caught me you know it was like all right i gotta check this out and the best the it's the best way to explain it is it's it's part mockumentary and it is like a soap opera meets t- like TJ Hooker style of like action show, and it all takes place on like in a in a hospital that is like on like a barrel like like oh it's, it's built um, on the gates of hell I think is what it is. Huh. So and it's a parody series, so it's like this lost show that. You know, that's how they play it up. It's like it was the show that was made and never released because it was so bad no one wanted it. And then when it finally was picked up, it was because there was such a dearth of like good shows that they wanted to put it out. So it's it's mockumentary, mockumentary style where you see Garth Marenghi, who is the, you know, the creator and the writer and the director sort of like talking about it in between, you know, scenes of it. It's it's really meta and it's acted very poorly on purpose. It's it's made very poorly on purpose, but it it's fucking hilarious. And I, I started to rewatch it. I saw that a couple episodes were on YouTube. It is available. Like you, I think you can get the. I don't think it was ever put out in in America on DVD though. Unfortunately, I think I was looking for it. And I thought I think it was in uh, was it Region Two Mars? Is that the UK? I think it's region two, or, so, yeah. yeah. But it was it was a UK thing, and but anyways, it's fucking hilarious, and it stars, uh, like I said, Matthew Holman, who is the director of Possum, and a uh, uh, Matthew Holness. I'm sorry, and it also stars Alice Lowe, who directed Prevenge and starred in Prevenge. Remember the pregnant woman? Yeah, I love that movie. Um, she she plays one of the leads in in this as well, and and also. Uh, also, Matt Berry. Uh, do you guys 
Can you see his picture? Do you recognize him? He, he was in the It Crowd. He was in um, Moon. He's been in a bunch of other stuff, some comedy stuff. Uh, shit, let me see here. He was in a couple episodes of Community, I believe. And he does he does some, some voice acting. Uh, he was in Portlandia, Snow White and the Huntsman. Hmm. Let's see. I thought he was in something else I recognized. Um, all right, maybe not. But anyways, he he is a he's a very funny. He has a oh he was in the Mighty Boosh, but he's he's a, his character is fucking hilarious in this. Um, he plays Doctor Lucian Sanchez. So, and it also has Julian Barrett plays a character in it, and then also Stephen Merchant, uh, who you guys know Stephen Merchant, right? Uh, I think so. Um. He's a writer, director. He did, um, I think he wrote, did he write Logan? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I think he was just in Logan or something like that. He saw Logan. He saw Logan. He was sitting next to me. <laughs> he, he was sitting next to you, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he, he, okay, he was in Logan. That's what it was. So, all right, so... That's enough about Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I would recommend people check it out, though, because it is uh, very unlike Possum in the fact that it is uh, very funny. And Possum is anything but funny. No, that's and, true. That's something box art. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I actually I saw that, that Matthew Holness you know, directed it, and I looked up and saw that he did you know, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and I was like, okay, like... This is totally opposite. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect from Possum. And when I saw that he was involved in in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, I thought maybe there might have been some comedy involved. But no, this is this is played totally fucking serious and straight. And Possum, like I said, was a short story that he wrote. And this is his directorial debut. So he made a feature film out of it. And it's been getting a pretty good amount of praise. It was released by Dark Sky Films. And it's a it's a British film, and I did see it on some best of lists because now we're getting towards the end of the year. We got about six weeks left. I want to try to hit some of these films that have made some best of lists. And uh, Mars, I know you you keep talking about the streak. We had a streak going for about twenty weeks where all the movies were pretty good, varying degrees of great to good. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so this one's only number two? <laughs> so this one's is not your number one saying? film? This one is number two. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't mean second on the list, right? No. You know, no, it's not It's not number two. I, 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 just tell me when it's okay to to say my outro preamble. I'm just... All right, well, well let's, let's talk about the presentation. So the... I fucking was totally bought into this film. The opening credits are amazing. Like reminded me, they're so simple, but they reminded me of like a seventies. I, I did like that. I am a mark for just those kind of credits. Yeah, it it was like it totally had me on board. Let me. I'm actually gonna just. Um, I know we we we. Well, not only the credits here, but, but just the overall look of the film. Yeah, I it was, was shot on. It was shot 35. on thirty-five millimeter. Yep, and that I I I nearly creamed in my pants when I found <laughs> out that this was thirty-five millimeter because I'm looking at it. As I'm watching it, it's already been done. <laughs> I, it, and I, you are creamed in your pants? You will cream yeah. in your jeans. 
with a THX sound system that will clean <laughs> your pants. Uh, because just of the way it looked, I knew this was not digital. So I looked it up and I'm like, yes, 35 millimeter. And it, you know, it's almost like that same kind of vibe that I got. Like when 35 millimeter was, was all, all over the place and somebody makes a film in 16, you know, and I'm like, thank you. And now in this whole digital age where everything is, uh, you know, uh, just all digital and shit, and I'm like, <laughs> you, know, well, you know what I Johnny, mean. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. But 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 when I like, saw I it can. on 35 I'm millimeter, I'm like, thank you. I I I got that same feeling when I saw 16 millimeter. You know, it's it's like it's like seeing an old friend again. You know, now whether it's on a good movie or not, that's to be uh, decided. Right, we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll continue to talk about that, but I agree, it was very refreshing to see a film shot in thirty five because it you know it's it's very few and far between these days, and it looks it too. That's the yep. thing. That's what I love most about it is that it looks it. It's not digital trying to look thirty five millimeter. Right. This is. And it had that that grain, and it had like an old look to it that you right. just can't really, you know, like I guess you can get it with with digital, but it just doesn't look the same, you know. So we're, we're looking. We're, I do want to. We're watching the the opening right now, and and it has this real sort of like seventies vibe to it, almost to me. And this film, I think that set the tone because I think this film is a bit of a throwback, uh, you know, to, to you know, to older sort of horror styles, and you know, right there with the opening credits. Yeah, is yeah, that MZ? Yeah. What you're talking about with the opening credits? Yes, like just yes. the title card? Not only the title card, but you also get the, the that secondary line underneath, you know, 19... Yeah. You know, well, whatever, no, you know 2000. The year, yeah, and, yeah. You know, from the whatever company, the Fizz company or the yeah. whatever it was called. Yeah, I just love, love the opening. I think it set a nice tone. And I will say right off the bat here, like the score for this might be one of the best scores all year. Do you guys, you guys are doing something else. You're not listening. No, yeah, the score. The, the score. score. The score. The score. Seven years ago. Brilliant. Oh. Brilliant. Score's good. The score is Jesus great. Christ. What are you guys doing? You what? taking pictures of him? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Please leave me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, my face is tingling. As a matter of fact, you know what? That's this just sense. I think it I'm, reminds I'm me of old. Stroke. It reminds me of the old um, In Search Of. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you scared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you scared? It does. You guys keep it up. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy is going to come back from the dead and ground you. Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, Raven did you Shadow, see you that? should be fucking scared. So close to death, so far from potential. <laughs> did you wow. see that Zachary, Quint- Zachary Quinto, the guy who yeah. played Spock in the new Star Trek films, is actually doing a remake of In Search Of? Is no. Really? Yeah, 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 I heard that too. Isn't that uh, fucking he's crazy? Fuck, he, he's got to fuck that up too. <laughs> he's awesome. Hey, I like that. You, you, what, you got a problem with him and Spock? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only kidding. No, Quinto he, was, he's actually a really Quinto good is Spock. actually really good yeah, yeah, at Spock. Yeah. Quinto's I, fucking dope, man. I'm he's not, fucking I'm awesome. not, I won't. I won't. I won't say no to to Quinto on Spock, but he's definitely. I mean, he's definitely walking in uh, Leonard Nimoy's yes. shoes, basically. Though, yeah, <laughs> like what, he, he ain't using them. <laughs> too soon. Yeah, a little. No, I'm sorry. A big ups to Leonard Nimoy. Wait, by two weeks. No, he's fine. So we have we have the we have the character played, I think, beautifully by Sean Harris. I think this is a great performance. He plays a character Philip, who is a disgraced puppeteer. We don't necessarily know 
what happened. I mean, there there is sort of some some suggestions as to what happened based on like his book and his puppet. Like you kind of like have an idea of what you know. He might have scared the fuck out of some kids, and so he's he's heading back to his childhood home or to stay mm-hmm. stay with his stepfather, and on on it he sees some like kind of like. Uh, school age kid, maybe teenager, drawing, and he he wants to see what he what he's drawing, and he's looking at him a little creepily, yeah. and you can tell that that the character Philip isn't necessarily good in social situations. He there's something yeah, going on. He's there. very awkward, very yeah. uh, recluse. You know, he's mostly a recluse. He moves like a puppet. He's weird. He moves like a puppet, sort of like Mister Bean. And well, you get somebody gets all British people. He's not, like, he kind of <laughs> moves like this. <laughs> and he's watch. not like he's just not. Uh, well, yeah, he doesn't watch. move naturally. No. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he's, yeah. he's, I mean, which is interesting, even though he does speak, it's very much like a uh, he, he plays it like uh, it's like he obviously channeled some like silent film, uh, you know, sort of stuff. That's kind of what it reminded me of. He was. Playing very broad, I felt like, in a very mundane environment. To <clears throat> a, I think he intentionally kind of moved like a puppet, and B, I think he was trying to overscore the fact that he was like he felt like an outsider. Yeah, and there's, I think that's why I think it's a good performance because it makes he he does a lot with very little, I think, and he conveys a lot of emotion and. We'll get a little bit more into... I don't want to completely spoil the movie, but we'll get a little bit more into some of the themes that play up. We we obviously won't spoil the ending or or anything like that, but we'll get into some of the themes. So there's something that is... is, You can tell he's got... I mean, it's there physically, you know, literally and and figuratively. He's carrying a lot of baggage with him, you know? Something from his childhood that, that has just stuck with him. And so he has this puppet that I assume is named Possum. Uh, they don't like like explicitly say so, but he carries around this duffel bag with right. him all the time. And in it, we get little glimpses of the, the puppet, which is spider legs. It's basically a spider with a mannequin head yeah. of, his, sk- of his face. A little fucking weird, right? It is fucking... It's creepy as fuck. It is. It, it, and, uh, I mean, it's... Big too. It's not yeah. like it's something yeah. small. I mean, no, this, no. I mean, this fucking thing is huge, and uh, just just the mannequin head on on a, on <laughs> spider legs. Yeah, is just yeah. It, it's creepy enough. But to have alone, it, yeah. But to have it like the size of say like maybe this table, if not bigger. It's almost like that, like a dark version of the 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 toy in Toy Story. Like remember the kid? Was oh doing yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Or, yeah. or even even yeah. something like which. A, to be fair, that was pretty dark. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. The only thing that, like, the closest thing is, like, in, in the thing, right? When it has, like, the, uh, it's the head with the spider legs, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's probably the closest thing I could think of to, I've never seen anything like this, which I thought was a really cool design, first of all. And I love how they sort of tease it. You get little glimpses of it. And then at the end, it's, like, full fucking, like, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to scare the shit out of you. If you're, if you're scared by this thing, like, you will be fucking petrified at the end. I've... Like I saw people, some people were saying that this is one of the scariest movies they've ever seen, based on that. Like, if you have a phobia of spiders, like this is going to be fucking scary as well, hell. And even I, if you don't, <laughs> do you? I I do have a phobia. Yeah, of spiders. I don't like spiders. And, uh, yeah, 
Uh, but I do feel that review came from I've seen two other movies dot com. And uh, just just um, uh, there. I mean, there are just certain shots that that I saw that that just like just chilled me to the bone. Like, I mean, you would see him pulling out like several legs. Yeah, like you know, and, it, and it's got, bag, and it's got, yeah, and but it's got like hair on it and everything. Yeah, so, like it, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's just too much for me, man. So this is to me, this is a character study, and and, and a building of of tension. This is a movie that's not going to be for everybody, because you know, because it, it is very sort of subdued, and it's also s- surrealistic. Where there's a lot of image imagery that doesn't necessarily correlate to what's going on in the, in the, in the story, like we have those balloons yeah, yeah. with smoke sort of like creeping up behind them. That I like that. Yeah, it, it's a cool visual, but it's it's one of those things that like doesn't necessarily have any bearing on what's going on. So we have Philip who comes back home, and basically every day he tries to get rid of Possum, which is this mannequin head spider. Oh, <laughs> he just saw the legs really quickly. Uh, this is the the first kind of reveal of what's in the bag. Yeah, yeah, you get the reveal of of possum, and it's pretty fucking huge. And he 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 throws it away, and oh, yeah. basically what happens, he goes to bed, and every and in the morning, possum is next to him in bed, so he can't. Hey, good morning. He can't get rid of it. He tries. He tries all these different things. Whatever he does, he can't get rid of it. He keeps coming back to him. And obviously, there's symbolism there for what he's carrying. He's carrying something with him yeah. that he wants to be rid of, but he can't get rid of it. You know, and I think, and I think that that was, and this fox pops up too a few times. Yeah. But I thought it was a it was a great analogy for carrying baggage, carrying yeah. something that is with you, and you can't get rid. And of it. and this is his day to day life. And I know uh, Mars, I, I'm, I'm going to set you loose in just a second. <clears throat> But I know you had said to me that the same, he does the same thing every day, and you were kind of bored by that. But I think that is the point. Like He's going about his everyday life, and he's, he's, he's stuck with this albatross of a problem yeah, that just won't go away. It's dreadfully heavy-handed, right? Like, it's, like, I felt like that this was like, like – this reminded me of like a, like a, uh, like a someone's like junior film school – like thesis in subtext. If like, you saw a junior film school that was as good as this, like that person's a fucking genius. Well, not 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 writing wise, because I felt like this was just incredible. Like the, you're right, the metaphor's there. I got it, but it's just it's just brutally heavy handed. Like, uh, and 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 that's fine. You can do that, but that was all this movie had to hang its hat on. It it is a pre- and that's why I call it. It's like it, it is definitely a character study because this is not. It's not a movie where a lot happens. It's about tension. It's about it's about tone. It's about. Yeah. It's uh, a minimalist film. Very minimalist and very and it's got it's a minimalist surreal character study. I felt less than zero. Less than monster zero. Yeah, less hey. less than zero tension. Like, uh, or, or less than zero skin. I felt no. by the end of this movie, I was fucking creeped out just by the the tension. Like I, he thought that there was somebody following him. Like at one point, and I actually felt I could put myself in his shoes, and I felt like sitting in my fucking couch that somebody was following me. Like I was able to empathize with with him, and I, I was like 
not many movies can get to me, but this started to creep me out by the end because he just, even though there wasn't anything technically following him, like I felt that weight of what, of what he felt. Yeah, this this the way this movie was made was very purposefully done. Yeah, and the, I felt that because of that minimalist uh, nature that the that the entire film had, that there had to be some sort of payoff. And I was praying that they would because at, at this, you know, I mean, I'd say probably about the halfway point, I'm saying to myself, okay, I get what's going on, but I'm also agreeing with what you're saying that it's awfully heavy handed and it's, and you know, it's, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. But I'm feeling that this is done on purpose. Mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of payoff. So without giving away the ending, what did you feel when it ended? Did you did you feel there was a payoff? I felt I felt there was a very good payoff. Okay, because uh, I could see it going the other way too. Oh, definitely, definitely, and then I, so it this movie does have that sort of incomplete feel. Yeah, undercooked. Exactly, but the, but I think that's what its strength is because it's because it's purposefully done. I think that I think yeah. the director knew exactly what he was doing when he was making this movie. Yeah, it, and I could. This is going to be. I think it's going to be a divisive film. I think it's polarizing in the in this in the way that I think you're on one side or the other. I I, I mean I, I'm curious to get the the other guys' opinions, but I don't think this is a movie that you watch and be like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Like I don't really think that 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 will hear that very often. So now I'm actually curious. What did you guys think? Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just so glad we didn't have to wait this long for a, a movie that rivals uh, The Night Comes for Us in terms of pace and, and <laughs> Shut up. action and, and tone. This was the antithesis uh, of that. It was literally <laughs> this is the antithesis of The Night Comes for Us. It was a fucking long 98 minutes, man. 98, uh, 88, 88, 88, 88. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking long. I man. was so excited was, when let's I saw. Let's be honest, that. it's hard to keep track when you're nodding off. <laughs> well, fair. Um. But yeah, no, man. I, I, this I, is not a Raven Shadow movie. I watched it. I was like, he's going to yeah, fucking hate this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, do I cue Boston now? No. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, he was a book very like the dull John Constantine vibe he had going on. <laughs> his little trench coat. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it, 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 it was not for me. It, it looked dirty, which it was supposed to, I guess. And did the, the leaves look good. But uh, Wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's going on the box art. The leaves it looked, looked good. good. Yeah, no, man. It, I, I used to keep checking my watch, and uh, and it, it felt like time. Do you have a watch? Yeah. Let me see. On my phone. That's not you, a watch. You actually That's know how to watch. Wait, you not? You actually know how to activate the watch on your phone? Ravenchair, he was smoking though. I did like that. That's why I was like a dull John Constantine. Dull store John Constantine. Yeah, that's a dull, but dull store's pretty good. <laughs> He's British. Uh, by are the those, way, John, are those silk cuts? Uh no those are rolled those are rolled. I used to get the silk cuts at the uh, local Worcester uh, tobacconist, but uh, you can't get them. Can't anymore. get them anymore. No. Yeah, they don't import them. I think his. I think his. Also his. Uh, his posture. His phys- his, well, I was just gonna say his physical features. Yeah, yeah. You know his the way his face looks because he looks very. Uh, I, I want to say downtrodden, kinda, but yeah. I know that's not the right word. Kinda dopey, almost like yeah. yeah. There's, kinda, there's the, it's he's not all there. Yeah, he, yeah. he had a great I, look. It's a good I mean, thing he he's a got a. It's a good. Yeah, it's a good thing he actually wears a beard. Actually, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and by the way, he was Mars. Did you recognize him from uh, Mission Impossible? 
No. He was the, the bad guy in uh, Fallout, I think. Or he... I actually haven't seen Fallout, but apparently he, he played he played Solomon Lane. Oh, who's actually... I think he's, he's, a, he's still a good guy, but... Oh, okay. If I'm thinking of the right guy, but I think he does turn. I think he is the bad guy. Hey, of, spoilers. Sorry. Yeah, like I'm ever gonna watch a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> I got super excited to talk about a movie where shit happened. He was, yeah, he was in Fallout and Rogue Nation. Mm. Yeah, but I've seen him in, uh, in other stuff as well. He definitely has sort you know, of a. Unique if I, you know what? sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. if I read about this movie, right, being a fan of the little bit of like that German expressionist type films and, and silent films and stuff like that, as I am, all the way up and down from you know, from from Keaton to Shrek, you know. Uh, Michael Keaton? Yes. Yeah. And, 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 Shrek, <laughs> and Shrek, Shrek the Troll. The Troll, yeah. The troll. yeah. Uh, I would have been really interested in this because you're intentionally hitting all the, at the time, budgetary minimalist beats that those films had. You have a character who is reminiscent of the Tinnibalists, is that how you say it, in uh, Cabin of Dr. Calgary. You have Tiniablis. You mean ca- Luchador? No. no. <laughs> you have a character that is, you know, reminiscent of the very uh, broad strokes uh, in movement of like Shrek in, in Nosferatu. Um, you, his expressions, uh, the the, and you you know, and you also have a film that you know, you know, does another sort of cinema. That you know is is maybe not necessarily associated with with a, another era of German uh, cinema, actually, to be specific. That is you know is forty five years later, and I think on paper I would be super excited about this, but much like something like say a Racerhead, which. I get it, and I understand what it's trying to do, and and I think that it does that thing well. I think that this just doesn't do. This gets this gets hung up. This gets fucking humstringed by its own efficiency. This is trying to do tell this story uh, very simply and very uh, concisely, but because of that, when you boil it down to what it is, it, there's only kind of a few blips on the radar that are like particularly memorable outside of a bunch of, in my opinion, just one angry Irishman's opinion. There's two here, and he one may not agree. Uh, wasn't anything. The, the parts in this film that I think people are saying are scary reminded me of when you watch a dumb romantic comedy and somebody goes on a date with like a, a pretentious art person and they show a movie like that they go to like a pretentious art movie it reminded me of like that like you know like it just wasn't i like i really just felt like this was very so like a Ryan Gosling movie no. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I, I i just felt like this was very I I hate to use the term because this probably a at very least polite 
uh, or or maybe even more on the point, but it just came off as like very amateurish to me, like very low hanging. Uh, like there was a lot of art schoolish. I thank you. Well, it's, it was like surrealist one hundred and one, like in the way the editing was, and like there was even like I knew at one point by the second time they did it. We're going to get a bunch of scenes at some point with that fucking thing starting to, like, uh, you know, poke around corners or in shadows of it with some I mean, degree it did, it of, was like, kind of shitty stop motion. A lot motion. of color by numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's probably the word that that's 100 percent the word that I apparently am the politer of the two angry Irishmen to say because it got to those parts. And I know you and I don't always agree on movies. Johnny, but I am legitimately shocked that there has to be something in like like some sort of strange DNA coding versus like frames per minute that actually is hitting you here because I can't <laughs> imagine because Anyone, I like the movie. No, not I, like I must be a fucking mutant. No, Are you fucking Morlock. No. What is my yeah? What is my I mutant can't power? Imagine, I didn't say mute. <laughs> I can't. I'm just saying hypnotized. Plus five. I monocles. can't imagine anyone thinking that there was anything in this movie. But I said that this, was fucking this scary. popped up on a lot of best of lists. Yeah, well, people are you know. Wrong. So well, I'm, I'm not well, the I only mean, one that's wrong. Then yeah, well, a lot of people do a lot of dumb things. There's Donald Trump, New Kids on the Block. I can go on all day. Like, a lot of people make a lot of bad decisions. It yes. sounds like you're doing a Billy Joel song. No. <laughs> I mean, we that just... Billy Joel song. <laughs> we, we just watched a classic misdirect, like, like, like softballed it right in there with, this is how the movie's going to go, and it didn't go that way. I don't know if anyone was paying it was attention to what was nice, happening on the It street. was nice to see Liam Nielsen's rat face friend from Crawl and something else. It's been a while I mean, since I saw it. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but, like, they did kind of softball a lot of... Yeah. Sh- a lot of shit. Oh, like, yeah, you think th- this it's is going where it's going. Yeah, like, yeah. like anyone that right. ever has ever watched any movie, like, but man, this is this is the complete opposite of where it's going. I mean, I knew, but you knew where it was going to go. That's what no. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was three fucking options, and one of them was a fucking puppet on a with a mannequin head. <laughs> like, like, they, like, like I wasn't fucking tricked. Like I, I wasn't. Well, that, yeah. That's congratulations, Mars. <laughs> you win the prize. Well, neither was Aries. Apparently, like. I love how when like Johnny likes something, like he just like like fucking puts on the giant monocle and is like, "No, you don't understand it." So See, you're wrong. He does fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says you're not smart. Yeah, and he yells at you. You're you yeah. smart. You're yeah. smart. I'm not I, yelling. I'm just talking to you. You aren't smart. Yeah. <laughs> I shot Raven Shadow up. Oh my god! I mean, what are your powers? Because you confused That's my mutant power. Yeah. You confused them. Yeah, confusion. But like, yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I they, they uh, if, if maybe it's in their top thirty best movies of the year, and they've seen twenty or so. But like, yeah, but this is like on, uh, and you know, say what you will about about you know, like mass rating systems. This is right now on Rotten Tomatoes for their horror films for the year. This is ranked number eleven. How many votes? Wow, though? out of the top forty, ranked eleven. No, 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 no. no. But the what? problem with these uh, uh, these arrogant sites is that sometimes, uh, like, you have to look at how many people actually saw it too. Like it could sure, be, a, sure. it'd be a hundred fucking percent if it got one review. 
Let me. I'm gonna try to find and pull it up. Best horror movies. No, 2018. And I, I mean, I don't know. Everybody is like all over variety, but I don't think that this has been the best horror year either. But uh, I mean, they've had a couple other movies this year where it's like 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and I've watched the movie and it's like this is like garbage. I, don't I mean, this year will have insane. the least amount of horror films on my list. I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's for sure. Look, I don't put too much uh, stock no, in, in uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I, well, you know what? I used to give give it a little bit more stock. And it just seems to be dropping off oh, and, more and more. And, and I'm not saying, like, you should give it stock. I'm just saying that enough people... Yeah, actually, I'm sorry. It was number rated number... It's the... Yeah, number 11 on the... Like, I think it's 53 films that, that have made the list, with Slender Man being number 53, where this is number 11, one, one slot ahead of Overlord. Now, it's 84% fresh. But let me click and see if it if it tells you how many people have rated it. I don't know if it does, but let me see. Well, yeah, it, user ratings one hundred and sixty three mm. ver- versus. I'll just check Overlord. I'm guessing that's probably going to be in the thousands. Yeah. So I mean, if that's the case, then you can't really put too much stock into what they're saying right now. But I don't need to. You know. I, well, I mean, just I think I think what we got here is a pretty. Yeah, Overlord has one thousand three hundred seventy six ratings. Yeah. So it's. It's uh, like basically ten times more ratings, or I'm sorry, no, it's, I don't I don't know my percentages, but <laughs> that's a lot more than you know. It's a hundred and sixty-seven versus one thousand three hundred seventy-six. So there's a lot on, more ratings. On for, top of that, more. I think the idea, I think the fact that this is shot in thirty-five millimeter, uh, it lends you know to how good this movie is and how no, good no, this no, movie I mean, looks. I mean, for, for for its looks, you can't give anything to its overall. I give credit to any film doing thirty five millimeter nowadays. Well, I, I can that, film myself taking a shit in thirty five millimeter. Yeah. Okay. It. it yeah, that's a ludicrous. I mean, that's that's just, a ludicrous statement. You can appreciate sure. that it happens in thirty five millimeter, but yeah. it does, but it gives nothing. It does to the nothing to the movie. To the movie. Yeah. Like, like. Oh sure. I mean, as far as the story goes. But yeah. I mean, it, as far it, won't, as, it won't make it better. I mean, no, maybe you can I mean, give it extra marks. As, but I mean, but as, I mean, as far as the overall look goes, uh, you know, lighting, color. Yeah, I mean, look at the colors here. The colors here are very, very muted. I mean, this movie, well, I I think that it's like, again, I think that it was supposed to be, uh, if you looked at, a like, say, a silent film, I think, right? Yeah. And you could all of a sudden flick a switch, like Dorothy getting to Oz and there was color. I think there the implication is if you watched... Uh, like that, like a, um, uh, I always say his name wrong, but like a Milan film, or or uh, you know a Shrek film, like in you in you in you like flip Michael it. Myers. Yeah. Oh, come voice. on, Donkey. And <laughs> <laughs> you, f- yeah. Uh, Where we going, Shrek? Come on, come on, Donkey is actually my um my chapter in my memoir about the world's greatest tag team. Come, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> come on, Donkey. Yeah, but uh, you know, you flip, you know, you flip it on. I think that the implication is that that's how those worlds would look like very drab and gray and ugly. Um, you know, and there's no way without a gazillion dollars and making it look really like CGI and cheesy to kind of recreate even like a, even further up, even like a Bergman sort of look. But like, I feel like they were definitely channeling from like that to that. Uh, but I don't think it's a hard movie to rate, right? Because here's the thing. If you're 
if your if your job, right? Like, say you're just being graded, like purely on what you did, right? Mm-hmm. And if your job is to like concisely tell this story, right? Concisely put over this metaphor, right? You get an A plus, right? But if you're actually having to, as a viewer, intake that as some source of entertainment, like there's no there's no nutrition there at all, because by the third fucking for, for some people there is by the third fucking time. Well, here's the thing, Johnny. I'm going to explain this when I'm oh, doing my re- manifesto. No, no, <laughs> monocle head when i'm doing my review it's my review so when you say well for some people it is you just sound like a big pretentious bully like you sound Uh, good good you sound like a like next thing you're gonna do in your in your fascist stick is to try to turn me down because you don't agree with me yeah they'll turn turn your mic off i'll turn your mic off there (laughs) so now what are you doing that for he can do it himself (laughs) it's true i don't but the reality is that i'm saying for me, there is no nutrition. The fact that your week was so boring that you found something there, like, that's fine. Like, but for me, there was, like, no, like, I can appreciate the fact that they managed to pull off this really, I don't want to say hard thing, but this really interesting concept, and they delivered it, and they did what they were supposed to do, but, like, there's not, like, it was really like watching the paint dry at the end of the day. Right. Oh, oh! Is it, can I wake up now? Yeah, you know what movie this remind me of? That's how I, I felt this? when I watched it. <laughs> you know and, they, and here's the part that's even more irritating: we went and saw fucking pretty boring Suspiria because you wanted to, and no, then I gave and then it. I gave a list. I don't know why you keep you keep. I gave a list that. of a bunch of pretty fun movies that we could have done that looked pretty fun that were all available, and then you went and found the most. Boring one you could like that wasn't on that list at all. And Overlord came out that we could have gone to the theater that everybody would have loved. Okay, we're not doing any more fucking theater yeah, shit. Yeah. Why? What, what? So we ruined it with Suspiria. That's a fucking yeah. bullshit. Johnny, play. Fuck I, you everybody. know what? I don't care what movie we went saw in the theater. That's a fucking day for me. That's no, no. <laughs> wow. This wow. no, no more fucking theater shit. This yeah, is, I'm with Aries. This is boring. And, and by the way, one of the one of the movies that you gave me on that list has been on the server for like six months. I didn't realize which one was that. Ruin me. Yeah, ruin me is also on Shutter as well. Okay, but but it, uh, but we, we I do have a list. I I have uh you know I have some some screener um requests out. I have uh, acquired some other films. We have some others like uh, some of the ones you mentioned. I couldn't even find. Well, one, the, one of them's on not out yet. The metal yeah. one is like for whatever reason. Like, no, there's a couple that are really out hung out. So, but we do have December Cram Jam coming up, yeah, and is. one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to consult with everyone in this room, wow. and we're going to plan December. I, I'm I'm going to vote for a rid of the Cram Jam and just yeah. one movie. Well, <laughs> Your part of TV. We're, we're going to move, we're gonna so. move Cram Jam to January. <laughs> and then it's going to yeah. be moved to February. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, February is great because it's the shortest month. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be happy with just January. Yeah. The least busy month of the year. Yeah, Cram Jam, you worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but I, then it flows it's, better. But the thing is, w- 
we're doing it at the end of the year to catch up on things we missed for our list. But if we just get ahead of the game in January, no, we won't out. have to. But cram then we in won't December. know what to cram later in the year. We, we don't have to cram because we're ahead of the game in January. Can I finish my fucking review? <laughs> no, because it's not going anywhere. You hated the fucking movie. I didn't hate it. Uh, <laughs> get, I, get, give me something positive. I gave so, you a whole right bunch now. of stuff. Positive. Shot, Say something positive right now. Thirty-five millimeter. The lead's <laughs> performance was interesting. Okay, so. <laughs> that's on the box. <laughs> Sean Harris is <laughs> in a good way. I I, I appreciated his performance. I do feel like there's a three minute and fifteen second Devo song called Puppet Boy that fucking nailed this whole thing like faster and better, and it made me wait eighty eight minutes. Okay, but. Well, yeah, well, you know what? Because I don't want to listen to you ramble on for a half hour about how much you hated the movie. I I didn't though. I was saying I was saying kind of did. I was compare. All right, here comes the fucking good Aries review. Ugh. <laughs> well, no, you know what? He form, I didn't he like the words. movie, and I'm not rambling on about it. So you didn't like the movie, Aries? I did not like the movie. I, I, I don't think I was rambling on, though. If you understood anything about film, you would have saw all the counterpoint that I was saying, and you would have saw all the things that I was breaking down. It's our job here to talk about these movies. <laughs> well, we're not getting paid very right. well for this but, job. Yeah. But in reality, the show isn't good if it's like, I don't like the movie, so I'm just not going to talk well, about it. Well, if you're just going to rehash everything a hundred times. I didn't. I only did. In, no, I didn't. I only got stopped once, and that was by him. But like, I feel like if you, if you read what I said, it was very, it was very <laughs> Is there concise. a transcript already? Very on the point. No, we don't have one of those. I hope that girl oh, yeah, fucking Susan died. Susan or whatever. Yeah. So whatever. I just won't talk anymore. Anymore. And we'll see how fucking I, I good these reviews are. Yeah, we'll see how good. There you go. I don't believe for a second. Come on. Let's see what you have to say, fucking Siskel Andy. But. <laughs> oh, Siskel Andy. Siskel. Oh, yeah. Sis- I can't just be the An- fat one. I'm the tall one too. <laughs> yeah, fat and tall. <laughs> throat cancer and bald with no. throat cancer. There you go. <laughs> Talk, let's hey, hear you're it. You're gonna be the throat cancer one. Let's hear it. Here we go. I felt like I had a good review, but let's go. Let's 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 you, hear what you, you have to say. You had a good review. Yeah. Wow. Let's hear that what you have was to not say. a good review. That was an awful review. You hated the movie. Let's. let's we're not reviewing his review. We're <laughs> yeah, reviewing yeah. the movie. We're not gonna start there doing go. that now, I give, are we? I give Mars review a treat. <laughs> good. I don't know. I, I do. give it a trick. Yeah. Yeah. This but. one likes it because it's on thirty-five millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> this one called it boring. John Constantine. You're not gonna <laughs> well, say anything. You're not gonna say no, anything no, no, about no. it at all. But no, my review. John Constantine because he's wearing a trench coat. Yeah. And smoked. And he smoked. Yeah. Corny keeps right, telling me to turn everyone's mic off. <laughs> Go. And, uh, Cor- Corny says that he was the villain in the last two Mission Impossible movies. So I guess he was the villain in both. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Corny said. Oh, Corny's got to be right. Is Corny going to lie to you? No, he's, he might. He's from yeah. Alabama. He knows. Uh, trust in Corny. Trust in Corny. Go. <laughs> So is there any, uh, any, you guys have been pretty no, quiet. Aries has a fucking brilliant review. I here. didn't say I had a brilliant Oh, yeah, review. you weren't talking about it because you didn't like it. Oh, okay, yeah. good. That's good for radio. You got a face, a face for radio and a review for fucking silent films. Well, what am I <laughs> going to Yeah, but the point is. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm letting fine. you talk. Go ahead. No, go. No. It should be good. No. Yep. You you interrupted yourself. How can it be good? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk anymore. Oh, Let's do a game fuck. show. <laughs> yeah, Mars, you want to whip something up? <laughs> you need to change your tampon. Is that what's going wow. on? Wow, that's uh, Johnny yelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not. That's not. We're nice. Oh, now. I'm sorry. Am I being sexist? Yes, very. Yes, and I don't very like sexist. It. Yeah, I don't like it. Welcome to my world. All you guys are pissing me off. What you're? What people, did I do? People what did I do? 
<laughs> people are sexist towards you, Aries? Ooh, they they're all sexist the time. towards me? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? No. Did oh, I you're sexist that? towards other I'm people? Se- oh, yeah, I'm sexist towards everyone. <laughs> nothing wrong with being sexist. <laughs> no, I think you mean sexy. <laughs> Let's just get him the Monopoly for Millennials and he'll be fine. Ooh. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, bruh. Maybe it is now. So I, I did want to read something here. So this is uh, just I'm looking at the Wikipedia. And so it says that the film's visual style was inspired by public information films that Holness had seen during his youth. Other inspiration for the film included George Romero's Martin, Dead of Night from 1945 and German Expressionist films. Yeah. Martin. Martin. Yeah, well, Wikipedia well, agrees with me, but Aries does. You know what movie <laughs> I, it would remind me of? You ever see uh, David Cronenberg's Spider? Yeah, yeah. That was. The, I did see that that was used as. Was it? Uh, inspiration, I believe, in another another thing that I read. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, think I, I, even when, know I about when I watched that. this, I, I thought of Spider, and I'm like, you know, because. Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? Ray Fiennes, uh, he mm. would. Was it Ray Fiennes that was in Spider? I'm trying to remember. I think so. I think it's it was from like yeah. early 2000s. Is that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, it was just it, it was basically on this on this premise. Of course, a completely different story, but um, but but almost along along these lines here, and uh, it's I you know I bought into Spider. I like Spider, and I and I like this. You know, it, I. It's that minimalist style. It's the this move. This movie would work as a short film. Uh, I think I think Dynamo would agree with that. If it was say like a twenty five thirty minute short, yes, yes. What, what, I, we didn't hear that. He nodded his head. We can hear that. Yeah, you can. You can hear the marble rolling around in his head. Wow. So, oh, Jesus. Wowzers. So I do want to talk uh, quickly about the score because it was scored by the Radiophonic Workshop. Now, apparently, they initially wanted to use old soundtrack music from BBC Radiophonic Workshop. And so they contacted you know them to see if they could. And then I guess there's a newly – I'm not familiar with Radiophonic Workshop, but apparently it's a, it's a, uh, it's a British thing. Yes. Uh, so – I guess that they're newly revived. There's a newly revived radiophonic workshop and they reached out to them to get permission to use music for the soundtrack. And this, and they responded enthusiastically to the project and offered to compose an original soundtrack much to, you know, wholeness's surprise. So of course he accepted the offer. And so he said, uh, and he's offered some praise for the score and said that what's so brilliant about them is that it's not just the music, it's sound design. It's the whole package now suddenly the whole film became Phillips, you know, the main character. He says the studio soundtrack for the film uh, was also, it's it's available now, so if you guys want to, oh, actually, it's coming out later this month, I should say. So, but, you know, I think it's a brilliant soundtrack, and it really, like this, some scores just fit the film, and they do exactly what they need to. Other scores elevate a film, and I think that this one absolutely did, especially there's some more reserved scenes and the score in this is just so beautiful. Like I just think of this is one of the best scores of the, of the year. Like it's, it's so well done. I'm going to have to watch it again because I really didn't pay much attention to this score. I was just oh, really, really, you know, into the whole look of the film that I just kind of drowned the, the, the score out, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take another listen. Yeah, no, it. I really dug it. And the, I was sort of 
I, I kind of was along with, with a lot of you guys where I was on the fence about this film halfway through, and then there was a, a certain point at which it just sort of like, it just grabbed me, and I became Ooh. more and more invested the further along it went, and, the fir- and, and as it started to unfold, I just became more invested in it. And it got to the point where I was, I will admit that early on, I was even to the point where I was a little bored maybe, thinking like, hey, there's not much going on here. But then at some point about midway through, it just picked up steam for me, and, and I was mm-hmm. totally on board. And I was just s- like sitting on the edge of my seat watching what was unfolding. And, you know, it is a very subdued film and it is very isolationist, I guess. There's not a lot that goes on, but I just became more and more invested. And like I said, like I, I towards the end, I could almost feel the, 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 the stress of what Philip was feeling. Like I was like sort of like I, I, empathetic where I could uh, like feel what he was feeling. And, and that was all done by the filmmaker and the score and like you know, that, something like that doesn't happen where I feel like it's transportive and I feel like I'm in the film almost. And this one did it for me, you know? So that that's, uh, you know, and once that fucking, once Possum starts moving at the end, like the the hallway scene, that was some creepy shit, I think. And I think it was because just on its own, it wasn't that creepy, but because I was so bought in and like really felt like I was, sort of on board with what Philip was feeling, it really heightened it for me. And I think that that was the big thing. Mm. So I want to, I want to get to the end here where, yeah, this, this fucking scene right here is, is toward the end when he's in the, uh, I think he's in the school or something. And, and pot, you know, him and Poss, he's sort of running from possum, but yeah, it, it gets really, uh, some really fucking creepy scenes on this. And MZ, I, I imagine this part was freaking out. Freaking you out? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, is... yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- th- this was this was crafted very, very uh, carefully, it, and it's almost like, and I think I even read something that it was sort of an homage to silent films. I, yeah, I believe that too because, because there's very little dialogue. very little dialogue, and it does so. It does carry that silent film tradition. Does carry that um, the, the German expressionistic. Um, <laughs> What? Use your words. It's okay. Mars is like throwing his hands up in the air because that's what he was saying. What were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it says uh, further inspiration for the film came from silent films such as Murnau's Nosferatu, obviously. And. Remind me a lot of Keaton and the guy from uh, The Cabinet of Dr. Kalagye. (laughs) Kalagye? Caligari. Calamari. The cabinet of Dr. Calamari. Yeah, he's good. That's the Italian version. Now, the only thing that I could see that, that the way this movie could, you know, you know, one of the things, like, I mean, this isn't a perfect film, but uh, if it was shot in black and white, it would really capture that, that German expressionistic film. Or if you want to really turn up the dial a little bit and film it like... Uh, uh, Elias Meringe's uh, Begotten. Ooh. If this was black and white, this would be obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, that could be fair. 
The one thing I saw, I saw one review. I don't remember exactly where it was, um, but it had said something that it it sort of was a modern take on a classic gothic haunted house in terms of the the whole town sort of being the haunted house, if you will, for him, uh, which I thought was 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 pretty good, and and it certainly had a, a little bit of an air of like kind of like grim fairy tale. So yeah, I mean, it, I I if someone told me like like. When Mars tells me he doesn't like this movie, I can totally see it. Like I, I or or when he says that he just wasn't on board and, and wasn't and found a little bit boring, I totally see it. Like oh, this this, this is, is not for everyone. A film that will divide. Yeah, it's not people. for everyone. I mean, no doubt about it. And I, I just you know, like on another day, if I watch it on another day and I was a little bit more tired, I might have thought the same thing. But it just hit me at the right time, and I don't know. I just it just was along for the ride, and halfway through, I just was hooked, and. You know, and, and really dug it. It is very mil- minimalistic, very sort of expressionist, and it's 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 gonna turn a lot of people off. Some people are gonna hate this movie, and some people are just gonna love it. It just it's just a matter of what what you if you your level of engagement with this film, and if you buy into what's going on on screen. And the overall locales are pretty disgusting, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you got with purpose for oh sure yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I mean I mean you got the these these uh, these ugly creeks in which he he's trying to get rid of his uh of his Possum. baggage yeah. and, and the house that he's living in that with his with his stepfather and uh it, it's just a disgusting gross you know slimy greasy feel to about to this film that just adds to the overall experience yeah that i enjoyed so if, if people do want to read possum it's available on kindle for 2.99 if you want to read the the short story, I think it's about nineteen twenty pages, if I'm not mistaken. And I would actually love to see this room. I don't want to compare it to this movie because I think it's unfair to to compare the two movies. But if anything, this was in a way similar to the Babadook in terms of there being like a, a children's book and sort of a monster coming to life in a way. You know, so there are are some similarities. I'm not going to compare them, but. I think that there can be some similarities there, and you know the the art, like the book. I would love to own this book, the 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 possum sort of nursery rhyme book that that he made, because I, I think it would just be. I love the art style that they use, the sort of like charcoal, like just black charcoal uh, pencils, and just a very, just a very cool look to it overall. All right, is there anything that? Uh, you guys haven't brought up that you'd like to, or do we want to well, move? I mean, I'm just, on? I'm just going to throw my two cents in because you know I know Mars wants to hear it. <laughs> um, I mean, I just feel this this movie it should have been a short story. This movie Oops. was long. Oh, there's some of the music for you. This music phone. I don't have headphones on, so I have no idea what you're doing right now. <laughs> All right, keep talking then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it sad Hulk music? Please make it sad Hulk music. <laughs> no. Um, Seeing the the runtime being under ninety minutes, I'm yeah. skeptical of a movie right from the get go. If they can't stretch it out, to what the, about ooh. Mr. Runtime over here? Oh yeah, he lives eighty five minutes. That's perfect. Min- but yeah, it's not this one though. Me, the 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 unofficial runtime of a movie needs to be at least ninety minutes. I mean, that's <laughs> so they should put some scenes in slow motion. I, yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. If you can't drag a movie out to ninety minutes, I'm um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Mars is gonna to explode. Yeah, Mars. Mars is gonna explode. MZ, hear the fucking soundtrack? I hear it. It's I hear fucking it. great. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, this is great. I love this. 
So Aries is saying yeah. if a movie can't be 90 minutes, they didn't try hard enough. They mm. fucking suck. Is that what you're saying? Uh, kind of. <laughs> You'd be um, missing on some pretty awesome yeah, but- cinema, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, right from the get-go, I'm a little skeptical just just because that, that's my, the, the way I, 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 I look at movies. Um, but, I mean, I, and I don't feel I was unjustified in that opinion. Because I do feel a lot of this was stretched out um, to make. <laughs> and they didn't, couldn't even stretch it out to 90 minutes. They couldn't, yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah. You, you, you also <laughs> think that this works as a short story as this well. This could have been a short story. It is a short story. And I, I don't no, feel I mean, that it was. A short movie. Once I realized what was happening, I don't feel the it paid off. Like I, I, I can't get into it too much without spoilers. Once I understood what was happening, I don't feel the the payoff was what it should have been. All right, <laughs> come on, let's hear it. <laughs> so basically, this film was too long, but not long enough. That was your your. <laughs> No, I didn't say. I said I'm skeptical because it wasn't, it didn't meet my minimum running time, and I was correct. Minimum running time. That's like a self fulfilling prophecy, there, right? Like, well, then what's the point of even watching it if it doesn't even meet the requirements of your runtime? Because I had to watch it for the show. We would have missed this scintillating commentary if you had. (laughs) Uh, Dali. Ron Geiner uh, of the Aries. Do you like? Sorry to interrupt, Mars. No, no, do you like Army Darkness? Yeah. Don't don't even bother. <laughs> do you like that movie, Army Darkness? I, I do. You ever hear of it? It's uh, eighty-one minutes. I do. Well, it, yeah, I, they didn't try. I, I would have been skeptical with that. Evil Dead Two. He sh- I should have taken a couple more drops 80, to, yeah, to yeah, stretch yeah, time yeah. out. Yeah. Evil Dead Two. I'm not hundred five. hundred six. Under ninety minutes, I approach it with with a bit of skepticism. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. So the probably one of the most iconic television themes of all time came out of the original BBC Radiophonic Workshop, and that is okay. uh, Ron Grainer's Doctor Who. Oh yeah, theme. oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so they did do Doctor Who. Uh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but that's pretty awesome then. Yeah. To have them score your film, even if it's like a revival version of them, like sure. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, is that okay, Aries? Like, is, is, is that <laughs> I got nothing. I got no problem with the score. I got no problem with the acting. It, they did put a lot of tension in this movie, but I just feel it didn't pay off to what they were they were trying to set you up for. Yeah. No. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time for a verdict now. Mm. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right, verdict time. We're going to let you know whether this flick was a trick or a treat. And any final thoughts we may have? Uh, Marsman. My favorite part of this review is how Aries cut me off before I got to the point. Just so Monster Zero could reiterate my point uninterrupted and still not get to the point. That was my favorite part. <laughs> but he got trick. to a lot faster. <laughs> he didn't get anywhere. Trick. <laughs> All right, uh, MZ. I, I, I wasn't too sure about this film at first, too, but uh, give it a chance. You will enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Mars didn't. So. Well, sure, sure. But uh, I, I, I did like this movie um i wasn't sure that i would it's very minimalistic it it feels incomplete uh this was all purposefully done and uh 
it's it's a good as as you would say, uh, Wolfie. It's a it's an excellent character study, mm-hmm. and uh, I I do recommend it. I don't know if it's going to make my top thirteen or not. It is good. It's a tough Will year. It, yeah, tough this year. this is this is a this is a tough one. Uh, I mean, if they, if it was to end right now, I don't know where it's going to end up. I really don't. Uh, but I do recommend this. This is a treat. Aries. Um. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, this movie is just it's. Too long, even though it's really short. <laughs> for, for the story That's that it is. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's I, the I, perfect. It's the I, perfect length. It is not the. Yeah. For this movie is not she the perfect said it was length. A good length. So there's great. There's great acting in this movie. There's a great score in this movie. There's some decent tension in this movie. But this movie is just too fucking long for what it is. This movie is is a, is a trick. Rave Channel. Yeah, this is not for me. No shit. <laughs> no, I just, I didn't want this is, once again, you don't care about art. I, well, I, <laughs> see, see what he's doing? You see what he's fucking doing, Dynamo? Every fucking week. Yeah, every week. Right, yeah, of course you're offended. Of course Get you used to it. We all yeah, fucking beat yeah, on each other. Yeah, well, <laughs> he does. It, he's so fucking mean about it. Yeah. That's what really hurts. Oh, him? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait till he tells you that you. he doesn't. Wait till he tells you that he doesn't care what you do. Then gives you like a twenty minute lecture about yeah. what you eat or what you. Exercise. Yeah, everything I'm doing yeah. is wrong. Right. Everyone in this room picks on you. He's the one that bothers. Yeah. He bothers you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the nicest one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he does it. He does it with a weird way. Where he he's like, the fascist one. That's what it is. Yeah. He's the the fascist. one that turns you down and like <laughs> he's fat cat. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what we're trying to say is that you know what the guy made a movie. Um, the guy made a movie. Did. Every review wow. of yours starts with the guy made a movie. Hey, I watched it and I'm still not 100% positive yeah, he yeah. finished it. Well, so. yeah, once again, we're very <laughs> impressed that he got the uh, 35 millimeter film. Was that other nice. 10 minutes? You know, left over from uh, the other fucking flick with the movie, with the fucking film. <laughs> right? I, hope he, I hope he listens to this. What? Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, my name is Johnny Wolfenstein. I love your film. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Yeah. Michael Raven Shadow. Oh, if yes. that is your name. Yeah, opposite days. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> vegan and you smoke butts and we'll see what happens. <laughs> you will still die before me. That's all that's fucking fair. <laughs> uh so yeah, no, I I don't know. They should have called this movie Somnix. <laughs> Jeez. Trick. You just let him go, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's oh, really? a personal attack, yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's sleeping pills. Somnix. <laughs> well, this movie was a big treat for me. A tour de force. No, it wasn't a tour de force. It wasn't important. The greatest movie ever made. It wasn't important either, Raven Shadow, okay? I was socially aware. You're, you're not socially aware. Heightened, <laughs> heightened horror. <laughs> Elevated, you mean. Whatever. And uh, No, I, I really dug this, and I, I, I think that it was just a, a, a real good sort of uh, practice of tension and and character study and I think I mean I'd like to see more of what Matthew Holness is going to do I I think that this is a good debut uh, you know obviously clearly he's a good writer if you guys have ever seen Garth Marenghi Stark Place and this was him I think trying to go in a completely opposite direction of Dark Place I don't know if it was a concerted effort to do so or if he just you know wanted to try something with this uh, but if you guys like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place and are expecting anything like that, you're going to be sorely, sorely disappointed because this is almost the antithesis of Dark Place. It is a uh, very dark, somber, surrealistic, and sort of um, 
what's what's a good word for it? Uh, I guess those words will be fine for now. I don't want to think of another one. But um, yeah, no, I, I I did dig this a lot, and I I think that it was it was a, just a very cool film, and I could absolutely see people hating this. I understand why you guys didn't like it. I, I when I finished it, I I knew Raven Shadow was going to hate this movie. I, I had a feeling MZ was would be could go either way, and I had already known Mars's uh, thoughts before I'd even seen the film, so I knew how he, which side he fell on here. So, well, Aries, I never know with Aries. Yeah. Now, now I know if it's under ninety minutes, right. he's probably gonna hate. <laughs> it. So, I'm skeptical. Yes, yeah. <laughs> eighty nine minutes. I'm skeptical. <laughs> What about 89 minutes and 59 seconds? Oh, still skeptical. <laughs> if it lists 89 minutes, I'm skeptical. I would think... They couldn't have one more attention. second of credits. Right? I would think someone of your advanced years would like appreciate the truncated time. Like, <laughs> oh, I know you know that's well, ten minutes less that I would get it. So you all, could take all your of my years is, is that experience earlier. I have to put forward to understand what makes a decent runtime and what doesn't. Wait, wait, what, what? Wait, 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 what? Is there a formula? What's what's yes. the, what's the <laughs> evil? Their simple mind can't fathom it. Oh wow! There's some oh, molecular wow. structures. <laughs> yeah, e- evil, evil, evil. Dead two, eighty-eight minutes. Yeah, yep. They don't all fall into the formula. <laughs> There's great movies that run three hours. <sighs> My mind's blown. All right, so yeah, treat for me and. I think that there's going to be some folks that'll like this and some folks that are going to hate it. But uh, me and MZ liked it, uh, and then the other three didn't. So there you go. So it's kind of like down the middle. I think me and MZ really liked it, and these guys didn't like it. So no, you I, can, you know, I would be interested in seeing what the guy does next. Well, I think you should watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I, I think you'll fucking love it. Where can I you see, find that? Uh, the, at least the first couple episodes are on YouTube. Oh, okay. So... Does anybody else appreciate that this is like the antithesis of like the, or well, it is the typical the, like the perfect Monster Zero review, like but it's the opposite of his famous Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake review, because <laughs> he was like it's too short, it'd be a much better, it's too much better short movie, it's like vague treat, that uh, trick, <laughs> like it sounded like you hated it almost all the way through except the thirty five millimeter, and then you were like treat. no. I- I I got the impression that he generally liked it. I think he, I did. he yeah. I I think he he maybe said that there was some wasn't perfect, but I got the impression that he liked it when he was talking about it. So that is going to wrap up our discussion of Possum. It is available on VOD from Dark Sky Films. If you guys want to check it out, and uh, I don't know about DVD or Blue yet, but um, I'm sure Dark Sky usually releases their stuff. So if it's not already out there, it probably will be available soon. Now next week. We have not locked down our guest. We have a couple irons in the fire. If we are able to get one of the guests that we've been talking to, it could be a really fun show. But we do have a, a, a surprise. It's almost like New Guest November because we haven't had this guest on in a really long time. And he might be a new man now after his surgery. But next oh. week in studio, we're going to have Arkham Josh making wow, his nice. triumphant return. Really excited to have Josh back in studio, and we are going to be talking about the the newest. Well, I don't know if it's the newest. I think he made him in the same year, but another film from Timo Tejanto, uh, the director of The Night Comes for Us, which we reviewed very glowingly a couple weeks ago, and that is his straight up horror film, May the Devil Take You. And this is going to be available on Netflix starting tomorrow. So starting November fifteenth. It's on Netflix. So I'm watching it. 
Everyone, may the devil take you. It's available streaming on Netflix starting on November 15th. It's 87 minutes long. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Aries already fucking hates it. <laughs> actually, actually, Aries, what about a movie that's 110 minutes? What do you think of that? Oh, shit. See, that's, that's a decent run time. This is 110 decent. minutes, this film. That's a decent run time. I'm on board. Uh, and it's an Indonesian film. Oh, he hates that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to put Dragon in the Sand. So, May the Devil Take You. Check it out on Netflix. We will be watching it next week. Mm-hmm. And looking forward to talking about Timo's other new film from this yeah, year. Maybe this guy's going to become like an, like an Indonesian Mike. Well, I mean, yeah, who knows? But so far, I mean, we've had really good luck with Timo's films with uh, Headshot, yep. with Killers, Killers, with Safe Haven from VHS2. Is with, Julia Stell in this? Uh, I don't think so. My future wife. So. Your they're, future ex, ex. They're, they're all mostly different, too. That's what I like about it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, even within action genre, um, I feel like there is like a, a like a a noticeable difference in the night comes for us and uh headshot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll be really really interested in checking this one out. So everyone check out May the Devil Take You. And so we're gonna take a quick break when we'll be back. We're gonna play some voicemail and we're gonna wrap things up. So MZ, how long until we until we return? In two and two. The following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glories a distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers, to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror podcast. And you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. Hello. This is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, but you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunches.com. Trick or Treat Radio, man. That's where it's at. That's the new Fangoria Radio. Madman, 
All right, we're back on Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio. Is that your new hit single? Yeah, it is. I dig it. I call it. Yeah, he just lets him go uninterrupted, but I'm reviewing the movie and he jumps all over me like a knock at a biker rally. He can go for a minute. He goes for two or three, then I'm going to interrupt As him. long as he goes under 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> I'm glad that you are so old now. You think you're father time. What? Huh? Yeah, whatever. Just because you're so senile, you don't realize how long you're talking. I did. <laughs> the only reason I even stopped at all was that Johnny interrupted me. And then you went after me. Oh, no, it's not my fault, huh? Well, no. It's I, everyone's I, fault but his own. <laughs> no, I recovered, I thought, from you. But like it was too, it like just was like too, like I used words that were bigger syllables, and I talked about oh. things that you didn't, like I talked about things that you know weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I yeah. talked about films that weren't Caddyshack or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, so they were out of his cinematical vor, and you know that was it. You gonna knock those movies now? Well, I just, I don't know. Everybody's seen them. <laughs> All right, we got some voicemail to get to, and we can start to wrap things up here. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, heard from some people we haven't heard from in a while. Let me just move these over to the right folder and make sure we didn't get any new ones. Nope. Okay. So let's kick things off. He's hanging out in the chat room right now with Evil County. Hey, guys. This is Evil Corny. This past week, I used the hell out of my AMCA list. I watched Suspiria, which I really enjoyed. I think it's a treat. Um, I stayed awake while I <laughs> watched the film and everything. <laughs> no knock on Raven Shadow. Really, it's a knock on Raven Shadow. But um, I did stay awake during the film. I was glad it made it to Birmingham finally without it being like an um, um, like a weird, weird like middle of the day or middle of the night type of um, screening. Um, I watched. The girl in the spider's well last week. Somebody did fall asleep in that theater, but I thought that film was a treat. Also, uh, it was my normal AMC theater that has heated seats and everything, and it was a motherfucker in there snoring his ass off during that film. I couldn't. He was a couple rows back and everything because I want to throw you know my popcorn at him. I did use the popcorn with the M and M's like I normally do <laughs> in that theater. There you go. Um, Mars, I think that might be a southern thing. <laughs> um, I also saw Overlord. I yeah. really enjoyed that film. Um, I want to go and see it again if I have time. I might do it next week during Thanksgiving. Me too. Um, one, one of those nights, probably pop by and rewatch it. But I really enjoyed Overlord. I think that's a treat. I kind of wish a lot of people would see it. Me too. Um, and I think the director of that, I cannot think of his name offhand, but he's supposed to be coming up with a Flash Gordon film. And that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Evil Corny out. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving. Wow, Thanksgiving what? already. Oh! <laughs> so shot him with a dart. You too, Mars. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, Wolfie, Aries, I hope y'all have a good one also. Wow, oh, yeah, Numzy, I hope nice. your back's feeling better. Nice, um, evil Cornet, out. <laughs> so, so what, they get shout-outs, we get a, oh, yeah? 
like, don't forget about us. Uh, sorry, Breakfast Club. <laughs> you forgot about you. Um, Raven Chow, you just kind of totally missed Evil Corny's voicemail. He talked. He talked about you. Play, play it again. No. 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 The show doesn't pause because you're yeah. smoking. Oh, look at this fucking guy. Yeah. Fucking, Was he getting uppity? Is that yeah, what you think? Yeah. Uppity. Uppity. I'm the uppity non-smoker now, so oh, fuck off. God damn it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Corny. So, well, thank you. He actually made fun of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> made fun of your hair. No, made fun of you falling asleep in the fucking movie. What? Oh, but listen, listen, Corny. What I've been saying. If I'm saying something's going to happen and it happens, is it my fault or is it somebody else's fault? No, it's your fault. No, your I don't feel fault. it is. I don't feel it the is. only one who can prevent something from happening with you is you. But <laughs> I, if you know <laughs> you're going to fall asleep in the movie, don't buy a beer, buy a coffee. Right. It wasn't even a beer. It was, I had one what? beer. <laughs> It wasn't even a beer. What it, was it then? No, it was a beer. But Juice. A beer was it a was beer. a beer, but uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't the cause of it. It was I had one beer. Yeah, you, you know what it is? Coffee, you had half a beer. I'm gonna name yeah. you after your favorite drink, Bear Minimum Johnson. Bear. <laughs> 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 you can't expect me to do anything other than what I do, or else it's gonna. He fuck is a me scorpion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you that I'm gonna. What the fuck? <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn over here. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> just today, be- Junior. Just because that's what you do hey, doesn't bo- mean hey, that boy, that's what you ought to boy. do. Like that's, well, I think, I think that's Aries' point. Well, that, that what you just said is completely correct, but yeah. nevertheless. Cause and effect. I we saw it was dark out. It was dark early daylight, daylight savings time. Threw me off. Mm. Uh, you had to get the recliner. You, sh- you showed me the recliner. I didn't even know I could do that till you showed me. Oh, uh, so this is my fucking fault. Yeah, yes. Thank you for taking ownership of it. <laughs> nice boy, but it's about so, as sharp as a sack of wet. So I saw, I saw <laughs> both those films too. Um, Overlord. Yeah, which is uh, like I think that a lot of so. Here's the thing. I hope that the like people, and I'm talking to a, a specific friend group that like like Hereditary and like um, you know films like like loves Suspiria. I only liked it. Um, uh, can appreciate like a good old fashioned horror action movie because uh, it was good. It was violent and it was fun and it was a good balance of like horror stuff and. Uh, uh, action stuff. So I highly recommend Overlord. I th- I thought it was terrific, and I also saw um, the girl in the spider's web, and I didn't want to see that initially. My special lady friend did, um, but I got more excited when I saw. Is his name Freddy Freddy Averez or is it Fade? I think it's. Cause I don't know if it's Fetty or or Fed. Yeah, it's Freddy Prince Junior. Yes, the one who directed uh, uh, Evil Dead remake. Right? Yeah, Fetty Fetty Alvarez. Don't breathe. Because I felt like that guy really is good at creating tension, so I, you know, because I was, I didn't want to go see that movie because I felt like I was gonna have to deal with every fucking pinhead with a library card. Um, what? But like, it's not like him talking about Star Wars. Every pinhead with yeah, a library like, card. So like, people who like to read. I read all the fucking time, but Jesus like I'm not Christ. a fucking you know. It would have. Let's like, hope the sexy yeah. librarian doesn't hear this. <laughs> yeah, like this. She won't. Like, she doesn't listen anymore. Yeah. Um, but the uh, stop listening because Aries came. But no, the uh, stop listening because you. I think no, it's not me. <laughs> but the uh, it was fun. It wasn't as I wanted it to be like really tense. Like I was hoping it was going to be super super tense. Uh, but it was really just kind of hot hot topic James Bond. Which but this one <laughs> wasn't based on any books, right? It yeah, no, it was really it was based on a book that his family cashed in after he 
He passed. Just kept making books. Yeah, it was one of the newer ones. So I don't know if it's different tonally, but this was more like... uh, If the original film... I've never read any of these fucking books. But if the original film was indicative of the pacing and style of the books um, and the the bits that I've seen of the original films yeah. uh, would seem to lean that way. These ones are more like kind of like the men's adventure books that I've that I read. There's a lot of kind of uh, not globe trotting, but a lot of like traveling and vehicle chases and stuff. Now, when I say hot topic, James Bond, don't take that as like a negative thing, because really that's kind of all I've ever fucking wanted in the world, like to replace old, dumb, white English men with attractive, short-haired goth girls. Like, I, you know, so that, that element of it was, was very entertaining. It just wasn't as, like, this was definitely, like, a job for for Mr. Alvarez as opposed to... A passion project. Yeah, because, like, like, Don't Breathe was fucking tense. Like, that's a film, like, you talked about the tension in a film, Johnny. Don't Breathe, I felt, was, like, a very tense film. So I really liked it. I, I don't. I don't. I, or I did like it. I don't think that it, it probably won't make my end of the year list. My my proper end of the year list. My my bigger end of the year list. But the the, you know, I didn't. I didn't feel like ripped off. And I, I probably wouldn't have been disappointed at all if I didn't have any preconceived notions of the director's earlier work. But Overlord, I don't think maybe Johnny because he doesn't tend to like like the same type of fun I like. But. Um, I don't. Yeah, think I th- fucking hate fun. I just, it's the worst. If your movie picking's any indication, wow. But the but I think everybody on this side of the table would love Overlord. Um, yeah, I want to see it. It's 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 really good. I'm I'm actually. What, what, what is the name of this studio? Castle Wolfenstein. And what is that movie probably like in terms of a video game? Eh, I mean, I see where you're going. Wave yeah. Racer. Yeah. <laughs> Castle Wolfenstein. Uh, it's definitely has it's uh, dig dug stylistically. They definitely uh, have some things like that where I feel like that's what they pulled from. But uh, I I do think that, that I think you would like it too. It's very um, it doesn't feel like a movie that would come out now. That's the one thing that I can say. It's not like a throwback, like a '70s sort of thing. But there's something about how R-rated it is that made me feel weird that I was watching it in a. Uh, like a cinema. And it was also, could start fights. It was also, like, I don't think this has been a great horror year. Like, I I, I can only think of one really good horror movie that I've seen this year in the theaters anyway. So, uh, I think this has been a great movie year, but I don't know that I would say horror. Uh, Sorry to interrupt real quick, but um, I'm just adding some stuff to the Amazon store, and the the Blu-ray of Low Life is $16.97 right now. Wow. That's a that's a deal. <laughs> that's a deal and a fucking half. Yeah. A DVD is eleven ninety nine, so th- there's no excuse. No, I'd pay twenty. I'd pay buy this. That's, I, that's what I'd yeah. pay twenty five for without. Yeah, without I'd pay forty. Yeah. yeah, I got. Yeah, I Balling. went through a uh, diabolicdvd.com to pick mine up. How much nice. did you pay? Uh, with uh, the taxes and all, and shipping and all, uh, we came to uh, twenty. Do you twenty twenty two ninety nine? I think. Do you have Prime? Amazon Prime? No. Oh, okay. I don't it, want it, it took me until very recently, maybe right now. I, even. I, I, I sh- yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say you shouldn't get it from D- Diabolic DVD because no. you know it's nice to support the, you know the the boutique kind of places where you can get right. stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess I'm just so ingrained and in, in, you know I pay for Prime and and if mm-hmm. I you know 
if yeah. I get something for yeah. $17, I want to. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I want – you know, I want Ryan and and his team to see the most amount of money from it. So I don't I don't think it necessarily matters, matters. to them. Um, but yeah, Diabolic is you know supporting them is is certainly good. I, yes, I think it's just an economy thing right now. And at the end of the day, like I would, the I'm, I want the Blood Island trilogy. I've waited a long time for that to be on a a Blu-ray, and it's it's pretty expensive on um, uh, uh, Diabolic. You know, but. Uh, you know, so if I was going to buy it with shipping, it would probably be almost up over like, you know, 70, 70, 75 bucks. So, yep. you know, it's, it's 63 bucks right now flat and they'll they'll send it to me. You know, uh, in a perfect world, I would use that thing all the time because that's one of my favorite uh, stores on the planet. But, yeah, you know, it's just I just that 20 bucks is what I'm going to feed myself with the rest of the week. <laughs> Real quick, Johnny, you know what Overlord reminded me of? And, and I, I is uh, is Predator a little bit, like the original Predator. Okay. Like it felt more like a movie that would have come out then. Like none of those, like the characters are kind of strangely not sympathetic. Like one is, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it, it's I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think, I think it's yeah, worth a look. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. And I actually almost went and saw it the other night. Like I think it was Sunday night. I thought I was going to have the night like just free, uh, but then uh, stuff ended up going a little bit longer into the night, and and then the the start times were were a little yeah. like I, pr- I would have had to rush it, you know. So I, I just I didn't end up doing it. But um, I ended up watching um, a new movie that popped up on Netflix, Outlaw King. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Ooh. it's pretty good. Uh, Chris Pine stars in it, and Aaron Taylor Johnson was fucking awesome in it. He, uh, do you know who knew him? Raven Shadow. He's Kick Ass. He played oh, Kick Ass, oh, oh. and he also yeah. played Quicksilver in yeah, the yeah, yeah. in the I, Marvel I like the, version. Yeah. ATJ. He got cut for uh, for Quicksilver. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah, and he's awesome in this. Like I didn't recognize him, like because he has a beard and long hair. Like I literally was like, that guy looks familiar, but I don't know who it is. And I had to look it up, and sure enough, it was him. So Did you it was, that was fun. A Netflix direct it's movie. Netflix exclusive. Yeah. Oh, what, what? Yeah. So it's 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 on there. It's it's two hours, Aries. So you might you might be into it. I'll watch it in two sittings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it was it was uh, it was pretty good. I'm not gonna say it was amazing, but uh, you know, it was. And from what I know of it, and from what um, T Dog said, it's pretty, uh, pretty historically accurate. Is from what I, from what we could tell. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. And there's there's a couple great scenes. I actually El Goro just watched it as well when. I told him that ATJ was was pretty awesome in it, and he he called out one specific scene where he goes crazy, and it's fucking awesome. Oh, so shit. yeah, so yeah, and let's see, and yeah, I was watching Garth Marenghi's Dark Place as well, just kind of rewatching that. There's a bunch of stuff. Maybe we should do a double tap soon because there's a bunch of stuff that I wouldn't mind talking about. Some new music. No, not Devin Townsend. Yeah. Oh, come on, he doesn't, I, I, he doesn't have a new album coming out till I'm next sure year. Sure, he fucking does. Uh, I saw Suicide Squad finally. Oh yeah. oh yeah, what'd you think? I'm sorry to hear that. It was fine. No, what'd you think? I, I thought it was fine. I mean, I didn't. I mean, it, it wasn't fucking Casablanca. Did you like uh, Margot Robbie's portrayal of Harley Quinn? I mean, uh, I don't really have a dog in the fight with the Harley Quinn character. I mean, she's well, I fine. I, I know you don't. You're not crazy about her, but did you like her performance? She, she was. Actually, I mean, she was fun. She had some funny lines. She was hot. You know what I mean? She did the stuff. I'm, I'm still fuzzy. Funny how you can go from. Becoming insane to becoming a ninja. I don't know. How that, <laughs> I don't know what the correlation. Have you ever tried it? But well, I've, I've, <laughs> hey, come on! If Chris Farley can do it, anybody can do well, it. Well, that's fair. Um, 
<laughs> but no, she was she, she was good. She's fine. The, the, I mean, definitely came across as choppy because it was chopped right. by the studio. So I think yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the criticisms not for the for the for the work itself. It's for what was done to the finished product. Yeah. Who? Um, it, did you you hear? Did you hear the rumor that James Gunn's working on the sequel? And supposedly he gets carte blanche as long as he has to use he has to use uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie. And yeah, then everything yeah. else he can scrap. And Dave, Dave Bautista said, he's like, I'll come over. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to get the whole band back together, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but no, I, I, liked, I liked the Bat cameos. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And my favorite part was actually the, uh, the stinger at the end. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one that was. Was it the, am I mixing up with Justice League? It wasn't the boat, right? That was Justice League? Justice League, but no, but it was okay. the uh, Amanda Waller, uh, Bruce Wayne uh, yeah. dinner scene. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that should have been the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. them talking. Just, but, I mean, once again, who is your favorite character of the Suicide Squad? Who um, is your favorite portrayal, I guess? Um, I mean, Will Smith was surprisingly good. That's Deadshot. Uh, but my boy is uh, Joel Kinnunen in uh, Flag. I love that dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked him too, actually. I thought a lot of a- people say he's he's bland, jo- uh, Joel Kinnunen. Uh, but he was fine in that. I think he was really good in um, Altered Carbon, if you guys have. I haven't uh, seen that yet. I but really it, dug it. But in, I mean, Flag is not a like a... I don't know. Flag's kind of oh, a one yeah. He's kind of a vanilla oh, character, yeah, yeah. Character, but I, I yeah. like I like him. Um, I mean, I did like Boomerang. I love my huge Captain Boomerang. Actually, you know what? Diablo. Yeah, it was cool. Diablo was cool. I did uh, like the fact that they redid uh, the thing from the uh, Millennium issue of Suicide Squad, where uh, Boomerang convinces uh, uh, that rapey rope Native American to, to go to, yeah, to go off yeah. go off script. Like I, I did like that oh, part, yeah. but. Yeah, no, I mean, I I didn't like I liked Margot Robbie, and I and I really love Harley Quinn, but I love a very specific Harley Quinn, you know. So, oh, see, I thought she was fine. I didn't like the outfit they put her in. No, I agree. And also, I'll go the same way with the Joker in that. Oh fuck! Oh, I, I didn't like the hipster Joker, but if you put him in more conventional Joker attire, yeah, I like the his performance yeah, was, yeah. was dead was on. Fine. I agree. He lo- it just the look of it. I just couldn't get past it. Was it so you bad. Know? It, it's, it's just so bizarre. And if you think that's a hipster, you're hanging out at the wrong box. <laughs> I think. But I will say though, for all the criticism that he was not in the movie, I think he was in a lot more than I expected. Oh yeah. He's cool. in a good 20, 25 minutes, probably if not more for an ensemble picture. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, <laughs> he's a hipster hop. Hipster. <laughs> yeah. Once again, it, it, it was fine. And, I wanted something. And oh, and Will Smith in that movie, he was just Will Smith. Oh, and I, oh fair, fair. He but, was not portraying a character. He was just Will Smith in that movie. But but Will Smith, I'm okay with that. Will, I, I am not okay yeah. with that because Will Smith's a movie star, and and like the like there are actors and there are movie stars. Ben Affleck, until very recently, like Ben Affleck can be can act too. So I'll use Will Smith. Will Smith on a boat. And Will Smith, like in the jungle, and Will Smith fighting aliens is just Will Smith, and that's yeah. just that's. But that movie did not need Will Smith. That um, movie needed Deadshot. I, I I will agree with you. I mean, it, it was a little weird. I wasn't. I mean, I like Deadshot to me isn't a character who's like like I got to see a certain portrayal, you know. So I wasn't too broken up about that. But I agree. I think it would. It was a little distracting to have Will yeah, Smith. I mean, well, you know, I mean, even anyone else's portrayal of that character would have been fine. But just to to. Watch that movie, and you got all these other characters, and then you got Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of he chews up a lot of scenery because he's yeah. Will Smith. Yes, I think that definitely took away from the ensemble I mean, aspect of it. Now, the flip side of the Margot Robbie thing is that 
Deadshot is, and Raven Shadow knows this, and maybe Wolfie knows this, but De- Deadshot is, is one of my favorite characters ever. Uh, I, have, I did not know I that. Have all this, I have all of his figures. I know you like the, the he's in Secret Six? Yep, yeah, and he's, yeah. Yeah, and he's so in Suicide you, Squad. In Suicide Squad. No, yeah. Honestly, I know you dig both of those. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I, I love him very much. One of my favorite bad villains. It, what, uh, sorry, were you going to continue? No, I just, in Will Smith, I thought was I thought was fine. I, yeah. thought that was, I don't mind. I mean, I like, uh, like comic fans piss me off because they're like, we love Elseworlds. And then in another media, there's a different right. portrayal of, of, exactly. of comics, and they're like, we don't like that. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I can I can understand that because... The more attached to a character I am, the 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 more pissed off I am of how they alter that character. I so sure, I can sure. I can understand that, but Deadshot I don't I don't I I don't it, I don't care about him. For me, but, like like Deathstroke is one that that like for me that got to nail that. If they if they agreed. screwed Deathstroke up too much, like it's like oh what the fuck? Like if Will Smith played Deathstroke, I wouldn't be able to to, to handle that. You know, like right. I mean. Not gonna say I'm gonna fucking go on the f- on forums and and talk shit, but I yeah. just think it it just wouldn't work as well. Whereas for me, Deadshot is a little bit more of a blank slate where you can do something different with him. Right. So I, I was well, fine. Well, with it wouldn't but. have bothered me if he did something different, but he didn't. He just it's well, Will, he was just Will Smith. I, Will under- Smith. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I mean, if I w- do you not like Schwarzenegger, but he's not playing Deadshot. Well, no, but I mean, if he did, he would just be. Schwarzenegger. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So and you know what? I, ha- I hated him as Mr. Freeze because he was just Schwarzenegger. Was, that's your problem with that movie? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. Yeah. That movie is old. Uh, and, and to use, do you have three hours to spare? Can to, we get into that? To use this as a, uh, a learning uh, opportunity, by the way, real quick. It is okay that Ares did not like Will Smith in this film. He is using and he's expressing why he doesn't like it. He is not saying he is not using this opportunity of his love or whatever for Deadshot to start calling him racial names or, or whatever else. Like that's that's what's Whoa, fucking the matter what? with the internet Whoa. right now. What the f- what, 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 what did I what? just do? Holy you shit! What did Aries just do? You know do? you fucking did. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, fucking I do a lot no. Of what? I just I just said it. he didn't do that. I just said he expressed himself. Perfectly, he didn't do what the problem with the internet is now, and stop wow. being racist and crazy. But is I'm that... sorry, did, did you just bring racist <laughs> an argument that wasn't even there? Yeah. Well, that's the that's the problem, though. That's that's what my whole blogging campaign is about: is that people wow. use these Go opportunities the that they Why have don't you write one about Aries next time. They, no, because he's not racist. <laughs> that they have this love for this character, so it gives them the right to say uh, derogatory and racist things. Or or any sort of like whatever they decide that they don't like about somebody because wow. they're backwards. Like I think I was saying, you expressed your dislike for Will Smith in a mature, appropriate fashion. Racist. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. I like Will Smith. I just don't need him in that movie. Yeah. All right. I, I, I want to just. I want to move on. I, so okay. Yeah. Voice, I'm sorry. Where's well, some more voicemail? But why just, was that so hard to follow for you guys? Just talking about. I have a whole. If you paid attention to anything I did, I have a whole blog about it. It's on it's social media. Campaign. You have a blog? Yeah. It's on the internet. About about social media. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> so I, I just want to talk real quick. So I, I caught up on Titans, and I'm really digging it. And in episode four is the fucking Doom Patrol, and they look awesome. Really? Like, I loved it. And fucking Brendan Fraser. He's uh, a robot man, right? Yeah, he, he plays uh, Cliff, right? Is it, Cliff Steele. Yeah, he plays Cliff, and he's fucking awesome. Like, I mean, I couldn't even tell it was him, honestly, because he, lo- he looks really good, but all the characters were portrayed really well. Really? 
Uh, the professor, I think, could have been cast better, but but it seemed like the portrayal was was pretty good from what I could tell. But I I loved it. Like I, I loved seeing seeing them. Now, one question I have actually is: Was Beast Boy ever associated Black. with with Doom Patrol? <laughs> yeah, yes. he was in the. Okay, great. So because his step his step parents, uh, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, it was Niles Calder and Elastigirl, right? So they, I think it was yeah, changed yeah. a little bit, but but that's sort of how Doom Patrol is brought in is through through Beast Boy. And actually, oddly enough, I think Beast Boy was originally he was purple, and he wasn't green in those yeah, early so. uh, Doom I, Patrol issues. That sounds reasonable, right? And then um, I, he's he's fucking changeling, man. I'm sorry, I can't call him <laughs> Beast Boy. <laughs> but I, I I'm I'm digging it so far. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's pretty. Like I said, it's it's definitely like R-rated Titans, and it's and it gets kind of dark at times. Not like, not like the DC cinematic movies, but in it just in in like th- the some of the themes. Yeah, yeah. The world, like I, I like it. Like I think it's I think it's done pretty well, and uh, I think I've seen the first four, maybe five episodes now. I think it was four actually. I can't re- recall how many were out, but uh, yeah, I dig it. And I I don't know if um uh, maybe I'll let you borrow my account, Rave Chat, if you want to check. How's it out. How's the action? It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not raid worthy, no. but uh, it's also not Batman Begins where there's like yeah. close up of fists. Cool. You know, like I think that they got people who actually kind of know what they're doing, and Robin fights pretty well. Like the scenes of him fighting are pretty cool. So yeah, I, I, Ravenshaw, I think it's right up your alley. So all right, all I'd be right, curious yeah. to see what you think. So. Yeah, no, I would love to uh, check it out. So all right, well let's let's move on. This is this is a fucking blast from the past. I didn't think we'd hear from this guy again. Raven Shadow. Yeah. You know this guy pretty well because he used to be your boss. What? Jack fucking catch him. Holy shit. Oh, no. Hi. It's uh, Jack. Hey, Jack. Any of you guys seen my keys? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. What? We haven't heard from Jack Ketchum in, what, three or four years? And he asks uh, if we've seen his keys. Is he, he, like, stranded in a Walmart parking lot? (laughs) I have to go. If he has, he's been there for... <laughs> he's been there for like two or three years. Thanks, yeah. Jack. Thanks. That's good. Wow, Jack, is, it's great to hear from you. Uh, have you. Has anyone seen his keys? No. Maybe. Do you have them in... Raven Ra- 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 you got them in your... Oh, MZ has them? Oh, good. Are those Jack's keys? Hold on to those. <laughs> yeah, hold on to those. We'll go look in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, I got to tell you, I met that guy's kid recently. Yeah. Jack Ketchum Jr. Yeah. Not good. Like let's just hope, not good. Let's just hope nothing ever happens to Jack Ketchum and we ever have to deal with that guy. Cause it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> it's a bad option. It's it's like it's like tr- you'd think you'd be happy if something happened to Trump until you thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, this is actually the first time we've heard from this person in a voicemail. Uh, we did we did have him as a guest about a month ago, and we did meet him in person a month ago. Jimmy fucking Gonzalez oh, called it, guys. Nice. What's up, guys? Jimmy Gonzalez from Las Vegas calling in, a.k.a. Cinema Therapy. First off, excuse the noise. I just jumped in my car to do an errand, but I was uh, in the studio editing and listening to the show uh, on Suspiria, so I'm about a week behind, but wanted to call in with my take. Really compelled to call in after hearing all the, the talk. And uh, that's actually what I want to say is I really love the film and what I like most about it is just all the debates and all the talk, you know, the threads, the posts, the analysis on YouTube, all the different breakdowns. This is exactly what excites me about being a film fan. It's to see 
and hear so many people talking about this film and really, you know, uh, promoting the original because there's a lot of people who haven't seen the original that really should. And if anything, this is only going to make people want to go and see that original. And, yep. you know, not that it wasn't already a cult classic, but just uh, to bring it to a whole new audience because a lot of people really don't give Italian horror a chance. You know, I try to turn people onto it and have it a pass, and it's like they just can't get past the the, the lip syncing or the, you know, the, the, the sinking and the. And the acting, and you know, but I mean, we all know the movie is amazing on so many levels. But this remake was exactly what I was hoping it would be, which is an auteur vision of it. You know, I love to see films with a director getting the freedom to do what he wants from an artistic point of view. You know, when I first heard about the movie being remade, I was kind of bummed, but then to find out it was going to be a European, you know, cinema director, I was like, this is perfect, it's exactly what the movie needed. Um, of course, it had some flaws. There was a lot of things that uh, you know I don't need to get into that people are saying, and, and I agree with. But overall, I mean, I just really dug it, and um, yeah, I'm planning on seeing it again and again and again. It's that kind of film. Anyway, guys, wanted to call in with that. I miss you guys all. It was a blast out Rocket Shock, and uh, really hope to do it again. Maybe we can set something up again. Some other peeps yeah. on the east. Let's do it. All right, take care. Awesome, Jimmy. It's fucking awesome to hear from you, buddy. And uh, you know, obviously, call in anytime, man. And glad you uh, glad you dug the film. And I think he is right, MZ. This isn't giving anything away. I know MZ took his headphones off because he hasn't seen Suspiria yet. Uh, but he just was basically giving general impressions. But you know, he said one thing. He did say, MZ, is that th- that if anything, it's going to raise awareness for the original. You know, and and obviously, Jimmy's a huge fan of Italian cinema. So he loves the fact that it's shining a, a spotlight on on the original. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's any, I mean, I don't know how the movie is. Even if it sucks, uh, at least it's given some attention to the original, which it outright deserves. <laughs> what the fuck are you just posting? <laughs> oh, jeez, that's what you do when when you're not talking is do fucking memes about <laughs> Mars's crotch. So, uh. Yeah, Jimmy, miss you too, man. It was so fucking awesome hanging out with you, and uh, I, I wish uh, I wish you weren't all pretty much across the across the country because uh, be awesome to hang with you, man. I miss you, sir. <laughs> I miss you a lot. You miss his embrace. In fact, uh, <laughs> I moved my office into the spare room because it's cold downstairs. Oh, so and, Jimmy uh, has a place to move. Well, <laughs> I, that's where he stayed in the spare room, and yep. I had never slept in that bed up there. And I apologize, Jimmy. That's the fucking worst feeling bed that I've ever felt in my life. That's like sleeping on a fucking bed of nails. I feel terrible. But uh, <laughs> his coffee cup was still in the room because I hadn't even been in there since he uh, since he left. It was nice. You're never going to wash it? We had a Never going to wash you I cuddle it. Never going to drink out of you again. awesome jimmy thanks man all right let's hear from uh oh we got a voicemail i think this is from patsy trick-or-treat radio um this is patsy the angry nerd and i am here to tell you that it is your fault it is your responsibility you are completely culpable because five years ago today you invited me onto the show episode number 68 
All the boys love Larry Fine. Uh, one of the greatest achievements in all of human history. Uh, I believe there's a tweet out there about that today. Uh, it's it's up there with the pyramids, the hanging gardens of Babylon, the Great Wall of China. In episode 68 of Trick or Treat Radio, all the boys love Larry Fine. Yes. Uh, so it's your fault. Because of the fact that you invited me onto the show, uh, you kind of kindled my love of podcasting. I had no idea what a podcast really entailed. You know, I had no idea how to go about it. I didn't even know most of you guys. I mean, I knew Dynamo. I knew it, I had known him for a long time, and I had met Monster Zero on several occasions, and every time I met him, he said, it's nice to meet you, and that was about a dozen <laughs> times. But I didn't know Raven Shadow. I didn't know Tiny. I didn't know Wolfie. I didn't know any of you guys. Uh, but you welcomed me, Wolfie. You welcomed me into your home uh, to record in the studio, and um, it was great. And now I have my own show, and I have this huge network of friends and really extended family as a result of the podcasting community. Um, you know, I've gotten the chance to meet some amazing folks, uh, and I'm not just talking about the people you know that we've had as guests on our show. I'm talking about you know people in the community. You know, Wiley, Goro, uh, Evil Corny, Slaygoth. Uh, Jeremy McFarland, Carando, um, Bill and Jake and, 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 and Kyle, like all these amazing people that are part of the podcasting community. Um, I would not know them if it wasn't for you guys, you know, and we have so many, you know, other podcasting friends, you know, Mark and Lish, um, just, it's your fault that all of this happened. It's your fault that Throwdown Thursday is a thing. It's your fault that, you know, I got a chance to interview a Simpsons writer last night on my show. Uh, it's your fault that I'm now part of a, a, a network with a bunch of other uh, podcasters located all over the United States Trader. and Canada. Uh, and I just wanted to thank you for it. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for, you know, kindling in me an interest that I didn't even know I had. Um, Wolfie, thank you for being there every single episode. Uh, you are the Cal Ripken of podcasting. Yes. And we literally couldn't do it without you. So thank you, Dynamo. Thank you for, uh, getting me involved in the first place, inviting me on the show. Um, MZ, Raven Shadow, yes. uh, thanks to both of you for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge on, on various subjects. Uh, and I just want to say thank you guys for, uh, you know, really introducing me to this world and for allowing me to be a part of this world. And, you know, it means everything to me. So I know this is going a little long, but I just want to say thank you and take care of yourselves. Be good. Make good decisions. And I will see you next Thursday. Nice. Thank you, Patsy. Thank all right, Patsy. Pleasure's all mine, Patsy. And, uh, we're sorry yeah, <laughs> for getting yeah. you started down that dark path. <laughs> sorry, Ash. No, just kidding. <laughs> what are you doing, Mars? You hit yourself in the face again? <laughs> Sometimes I look at Monster Zero's forward. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I know. I was looking at it earlier and you didn't even know. <laughs> so those are uh, very nice words, Patsy. Thank you. And Don't die on us, man. Jeez. I'm the cow rip going to podcasting because I have no other choice. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we got one more voicemail. This is from our boy, Nathan Cotton Coy Vance Duke. Hey, guys, uh, this is Cody. I uh, just wanted to drop you all a line real quickly. I'm afraid I'm a little out of date, but I will try to keep this brief. Um, it, uh, I had totally forgotten all about this, but something about uh, listening to y'all's Halloween episode, I believe you had asked uh, favorite Halloween memory, favorite Halloween costume, something like that. In any case, uh, again, this had just totally vacated my brain until listening to that episode. But in third grade, um, my grandma made me uh, herself, um, because no such thing existed uh, commercially for purchase, I'm sure, um, a Kyle Rayner uh, Green Lantern outfit, nice. whatever nice. his debut costume was. I feel like it was like some sort of uh, black what? nylon uh, with uh, like white felt sewn to it, but it had the, uh, you know, it had like the sort of uh, lapel, uh, was, that the, was that the area? Where The, the area like halfway up his, uh, his chest, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the top left or right that had the little emblem on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a green felt mask. Um, now, no one knew who I was, not a, not a soul for sure. I don't believe Green uh, Lantern readership was... Uh, just enormous in my uh, my uh, third grade class or in my uh, school in general. But my memory of it is that for a bootleg-ass uh, Kyle Rayner outfit, pretty solid, um, all things considered. Um, yeah, so yeah, Kyle, Kyle Rayner is definitely the, uh, the, the Halloween costume that I remember uh, the, most, uh, the most readily. Um, and uh, I am uh, a few minutes into your most recent episode... Uh, very excited to hear what you all have to say about Suspiria, which is just a movie I watched a couple of hours ago. And I will say, for what it's worth, uh, that I enjoyed it just a lot. Um, this headline that I've seen uh, uh, shared periodically, saying that it's like the equivalent of a uh, uh, designer Che Guevara shirt. I, I have not um, explored that article any further, uh, but I'll say that headline is pretty, is, I'd say it's fairly reductive in sort of uh, the extreme. Um, it is not a perfect movie. There are definitely, uh, it could very certainly stand to lose more than a few minutes. Uh, but that said, I definitely, um, ultimately I admire, uh, the desire to, to tell a story like this one in a very like long form way. I like, I like anything that takes uh, horror and, uh, and does take it seriously and uh, it tries to uh, tell a story in a sort of unorthodox way, um, and make and taking Suspiria and making it uh, of epic length is pretty unorthodox, I would say. Um, it's definitely uh, I, I don't know. I'm uh, I did not unfortunately I did not catch it in an optimal mood, um, but I, I did come away very certainly appreciating it. Um, I remember reading a review. A few years ago, for the Total Recall remake, that guy said that uh, Total Recall was the kind of movie that he would be okay with seeing a, a new remake of every year. And I'm pretty much uh, in the same boat. Um, not with actually with Total Recall, but uh, uh, Suspiria more specifically. Um, if somebody interesting uh, or even half interesting wanted to take a different crack at um, uh, witches in a ballet school. Uh, every year, I'd be there every year. Um, 
I think it's a neat idea, and the first one is very abstract and expressionistic. I, I would love to see uh, other versions of this story basically told. And I know that there's like a rumor of a, a rumor. There's talk from the people behind this one of a prequel about um, uh, Tilda Swinton's character in the uh, uh, 12th century, which uh, I would also be there for. So, you know, imperfect but uh, I definitely appreciate it. I will say right after Suspiria, I saw uh, Overlord, which after Suspiria really hit like fucking rocket fuel because it's just uh, straight up uh, two-fisted uh, horror uh, adventure kind of stuff. That's a, that's a good one, Overlord, I think. I think all of you would enjoy that one uh, just a lot. In any case, I won't prattle on any longer. Uh, I'll let y'all go, and I'll talk to y'all again uh, real soon. Bye. Awesome, Cody. Thank you, man. And uh, Kyle, Kyle Rayner, GL. Yeah. Raven Channel. It's a pretty fucking cool costume, huh? My favorite. Uh, my favorite Green Lantern. Uh, In third grade. And that's, that's, what, that's what I'm hung up on. Like, I know. We, we, how old were we, we, we? Like early 20s? I yeah, was like, yeah. I was a grown-ass man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Kyle, I want to say Kyle debuted in 94, I think. Mm. Five, I think it was a little... Maybe 95. It was, it was after... Um, Superman came back to life. So, yeah, maybe it was 95, 90. No, no more than 96, I don't think. I'd say 95. 95, right? Yeah. Let me. Uh, I'll, look, I'll look it up. But I think it was 95, 96. Yeah. It was 94. Ah, I originally said that. Uh, As Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, Volume 3, Number 48, January 94. Yeah. See? So it was early. So it's technically almost 93. He was conceived in 93. Ooh. <laughs> I was conceived in California. And he his first appearance as Green Lantern was March 94. Okay. Because that's episode, uh, episode issue 50. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, written by... Ron uh, Mars. By Mars's granddad, Ron Mars. Yeah, if you got any pictures... I think I'm his granddad. <laughs> any pictures, Cody? I'm my own granddad. Yeah, yeah. Cody, if you have any pictures, definitely. Like, I'd love to see him. And I'm hey. very glad he's back. Sorry, I'm very glad he's back in his uh, original suit again. Not oh, that, yeah. Not that shitty dog collar thing that Jim Lee had him wear. <laughs> I thought of you when I was reading my comics the other day. Talking Ooh. about it off air. No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm fucking furious. I haven't read it yet. But uh, uh, I just found out some very sad news that I'm going to leave you all with. Uh, that won't mean anything to well, anybody we're about outside to this table. Say goodbyes right now. Won't mean anything to MZ. Yeah, I'm not even going to wait that long. What the fuck? <laughs> um, our Denny's closed, I think. What? Uh, my special lady friend tried to go tonight with her special lady friend that she tried to that she used to go to Denny's with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fucking closed. Like just like closed, like it was no. She would. She, she's. Uh, she said there is a chance it might be renovated, but knowing her like I do, I think that that might be her. Um. Soft. Uh, wish, wishful thinking, I guess. So yeah, our Denny's is closed. Let's the see. End of an era. We should stop doing the show. Yeah. We should do the show from Denny's. Yeah. When was the last time you went? Mm. Google says it's open now, but. That's Google, so yeah. who knows? How about Denny's.com? What are they saying? <laughs> Denny's.com. Oh, how about that? Go to Bigfoot's. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot's. Bigfoot's. Eat those big hot dogs over there. Remember that? Maybe they were just closed for cleaning? Yeah, Really? <laughs> <laughs> they got to clean every 10 years or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They had to close because uh, Aries' girlfriend, Sheila, had a show. Oh. Sheila's been dead for years. An amateur. She really She's dead? dead? Sheila? Yeah. She's fucking, yeah. How do you know? Yeah. I killed her. 
<laughs> yeah, her and um, the other one. Tricky Davis Jr.? On uh, on the Denny's website, it says it's, it's open. Mm-hmm. It says open now. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I look at the picture and everything. Want to call him? Yeah. Get him on the air. Yeah, they did, are. Did Let they miss the sign that said, use other door? <laughs> no, like it, like it, like Not it. Not Even in the picture, it's like dark. Like even in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, we're going to fucking do this. I'm going to call Danny. Get the motherfucker on <laughs> the phone. Call him right now? Yeah. yeah. Just order something. Order something? What's the number? Seven. All right, here we go. Let's see. The Grubhub? <laughs> Grubhub? <laughs> no. Thing? Call him. Let's see. Oh, I want to say the number out loud. Yeah. In flux, call. Five, five, five. <laughs> five, 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 yeah. five, five, five. It's exciting. They does scram slams. Raymond Chow, you want to talk? Just yeah. ask them when they're open. Yeah, there you go. We'll call Denny's. Can I do it from here? Yeah, yeah. The sign is out in this picture, too. <laughs> it's compelling radio. Yeah. I'm going to get some mozzarella sticks. I'm going to get uh, Moons Over Miami. <laughs> You've never gotten Moons Over Miami. I did. Super, I did. super no. Slam. I like the Super Bird, but I would have no tomato on it. With pumpkin pancakes? You got a grilled cheese and mozzarella sticks. That was it. Well, I didn't know, but I would get the occasion. I'd get the breakfast food sometimes. When? Well, you weren't there. Oh, no, maybe I'm, it is. Maybe, oh, shit, it's maybe it's true. This is their hiring, too. It's pretty, the Prince of Darkness. Can't hear you. <laughs> Sucks. Hello, Denny's pick up. <laughs> Denny's pick up, pick up, pick what up. Was that, what, what was that lady's name, though? The one who uh, waited on us all the time? Sheila. Sheila, yeah. And, yeah. and there was Tricky Davis Jr. Tricky Davis Jr., yeah. Is Sheila there? And Sue. Sue was great. Oh, Sue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sue. That's the other one that's dead. Sue, yeah. That's <laughs> dead. I know that. <laughs> You, were you at her fucking uh, Yeah, you're like funeral? Angela Lansbury. Everywhere you go, there's oh. death. All right, well. All right. Denny's is shit. They're, they're fucking closed. Oh. Their website says they're open. Well, fuck. <laughs> Can we order We're going to end the show now. Denny's, Tortilla Sam's. Oh, Tortilla yeah. Sam's been gone. Ground round. Yeah, but... You, you know it's you know what's funny is uh sometimes on Facebook, you know, you get your like, you know, eight years ago today. Uh like I used to always post when I was going to fucking Tortilla Sam, so that always haunts me because I see it pop up. It's like uh, five years ago today, I said I'm going to Tortilla Sam's for a three combo. Ooh, remember that was fun, Johnny. Yeah, it was fun. I could still eat there now if if it was around, you know. Yeah, me and Johnny got mostly vegetable things there actually. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Vegetable nachos. Vegetable quesadillas, quesadillas, veggie tables, veggie tables. I had a chicken burrito, and everything else was vegetables. Vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was eating in the veg in the ve- the vestibule. Vegetable. All right, I gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. All right, let's say our goodbyes. M Z. Raven Edge douchebags. Aries. Goodbye. Raven Jano. Live fast, love hard, die with your mask on. Mars. What? Talk into the mic. I hate you all. You're, nice. you're, su- you're such a nice person. Yeah. Such a ray of fucking sh- sunshine. <laughs> I did mad. I figured you'd just turn my microphone off. See? <laughs> Boy. All right. Well, that is going to do it for episode 329 of Trick or Treat Radio. Big, huge thanks to Ryan Prowse yeah. for hanging out with us. It was fucking awesome talking about low life. Everyone, if you have not, check his check this fucking movie out. Check it out now. And uh, I guarantee you'll uh, you'll probably love it. Probably. I'm going to fucking love it. And next week, 
we will have a new guest for New Guest November. We're, we're still not positive who it is. I think we know who it is, but we're not positive. And then uh, we're also going to be joined in studio by Arkham Josh, and we're going to be reviewing May the Devil Take You on Netflix from Timo Tajanto. So we will see you next week for episode 330. How you doing? This is Monster Zero. This is uh, his God-given name. Yes. <laughs> right out of the shit. Chris, and that's the Christian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right out of the shit, and that's what I was called. <laughs>